How long have you been with this girl? One, two, Over years, obviously? Yeah, like four years. Oh, okay. All right. You guys got, like, future plans or what? Well, it seems like it. She talked to my mother for the first time last night. Wow. That's a big step, man. Yeah, it was. In a relationship. Well, speakerphone mom action. Was it, uh, like, FaceTime? Nope, stuff, speakerphone. Just speakerphone. Just speakerphone. Oh, okay. We ain't there right. yet. Yeah, we ain't there yet. So something must have changed then, obviously, from when you guys are like on and off to. I think when you can start spending a little bit more time with somebody. Yeah. And you realize that the sound of their voice after so many hours doesn't completely rub you the wrong way. And you actually miss when they're gone kind of thing. It's like, all right, because that's my kind of thing. Right. It's like you talk to somebody, you listen to somebody. Yeah. And it's like, hey. uh, Are you you more of a relationship guy or like. No, I've been single for a while. It's funny you say that about the voice because we've been together for about 17 years now, and that is without a doubt my least favorite quality about her. That's awful. <laughs> what? But you what love is? the sound of it because it's hers. Like, we'll be at my son's sporting games and she'll go to cheer, and the second she says one thing, I'm like, can you fucking stop? Like, I just, it pierces me. Can you stop talking? You're like, <laughs> just like, she's like, move over there. Then I'm like, I'm actually going to. <laughs> Your sons are good at sports. They're all right, yeah. I see the videos online. Nice. Basketball games and stuff. It's cool. It's the first time we have headphones, right? I'm going to break the fourth wall for a second. And it's weird because I hear the ice dangling. I hear everything clinking, clinking. Yeah. And I'm getting panicky that, like, the viewers or whoever's listening might hear it, too. I don't think they do, though, because when I listen back to the episodes, you don't hear shit like that. No, you normally hear the the ice clinking and the glass and stuff like that. Really? I can hear us breathing. That's what I, I, I don't like that. that. It's like really pissed. Yeah, I'm glad I can't hear that. I mean, I, as soon as I put these on for a second, I heard myself breathing. I'm like, I'm going to change the settings in that mic. <laughs> Just sitting here. Like, it's bad enough I'm fat. I don't need to sound fat. You know, like, you can sound see me. Like, I'm sitting here like, hey, it was your day, Jay. <laughs> and you know, like, you do the, not even like a normal breath. Like Darth like, Vader. You can't get a pure shot of air because it's got to bounce off all the fat pockets. <laughs> Fat pockets, wow. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, I gotta at least sound pleasing. Like, the people that just listen on Apple Podcasts might not know what we look like, and I'm giving it away. We're like, <sighs> hey, speaking of, I was thinking about, uh, are we live on Facebook? Or, yeah, we yeah probably live, live everywhere. Okay. All right, cool. All right, all right. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about the headphones yet, but I'm gonna give it a fair shout. It's definitely different. It's definitely because I can hear myself talking in my own ear. Yeah. Feels like when you record music. You ever record music? I know what? a little bit about that. You um, you sing? You play in the past, anything? I used to record some music. Yeah, yeah. You gonna strike a little note for us? Not, not, right. <laughs> not, not right. If you had a gun to I your head, used to. if you had a gun to your head and you had to sing a song word for word, nailing every lyric, not fucking up, or you're dead, what would your song be? Born to be wild. How about you? Uh. I don't know if I know a full song front to back. Really, to tell you the truth, it might be a country song. What's actually. the back of a song? Like the, the end of the song. <laughs> oh, okay, like start to finish. That would yeah. have been way more. Yeah, front to front back. to back. I knew what you meant. I was just being retarded. Hey, did we even uh, discuss the whole smash your past 
Remember the thing? Bro, I was going to, like, I don't know. You kind of killed that one. Now we were going to wait. Did he really? Well, I just like, let's wait until we're into the episode a little bit. You know what I mean? But well, you yes. don't have to do it now. Yes. Everybody's. No, but I'm saying. Yes, the other thing. bro. You're going to. I'm uh, saying you're going to ruin it, though. You're going to ruin it, bro. Ah, see? We'll save it for next week now. Sorry, John. It's, it's dead. <laughs> it's not dead. It's, it's a good one. It was yeah. a good idea. He's like, so are we all on board with the surprise segment later? <laughs> See, why you got to say that? <laughs> uh, I'm going to get you a Dundee. I started watching The Office again. You watch The Office? I used to. Yeah. I've probably, this is like my fourth time going through, just front to back. And uh, it's just hilarious. I love it. It is. It's the dry humor. Of course. I do the Seinfeld. I watch like almost every you know, episode. You've never watched an episode of Seinfeld? My boy right there. Look at Seinfeld, there's my guys. Left more, left more. Oh. See it? Oh, yeah. The Seinfeld poster. It's hard to turn you know when you're it? fat. <laughs> John's like, it's hard to turn when you're jacked. No, stick out. <laughs> I've never watched a, an episode of Seinfeld. I just started watching Breaking Bad. I've never finished Game of Thrones. I've never seen, I've never finished Sopranos. What were you watching Sopranos. on television when it was big? Because you're, you're in that age group, right? Uh, you know how old he is? I'm assuming he is 41. Yes, 44. Um, but you never know, though. I mean, I don't know how you guess. Most people say I under 40. I thought 41. Well, because we had talked about it, so I knew he was in oh, his early yeah. 40s. We've known for what two years? Going on two years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when Sopranos was big, I was in the service, so it just you know I was just working, working all the time. Really, like the cab there. service? Uh, no, the, the military. Okay. <laughs> in the service industry, yeah, I was a waiter. <laughs> I Did you get you. deployed anywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd you go? I was in the Middle East, everywhere, uh, all over the Middle East. Um, yeah, wow, a couple times. Thank you for your service. You're welcome. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, I never knew that. I've never been big, really big on TV, like sitting there and watching an episode all the way through. Um, yeah, I just never really did. That's why I'm not really big in, even into sports unless I, I actually put an effort to, like, if, if Josh called me or you called me and said, hey, let's watch the game, I'd be like, all right, and I can get into it. But on my own, I would never just do that mm. per se, you know, for the most part. But, yeah, I just started what watching. What do you do instead of watching TV? Jerks off the pyramid videos. <laughs> Jerk off the pyramid videos. What are the pyramid videos? Any video with a pyramid. You know, like Egypt pyramids. Oh, like history. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like the stuff. <laughs> He's I like, wait, what are you stacking these bitches? On <laughs> I didn't, top I didn't get it. Like, yeah, I didn't get it. Is uh, it pyramid know, like the cheerleaders pyramid? <laughs> in, in I was trying to figure it out. I was racking my brain. I, I feel like since we obviously since the internet uh, is at our fingertips, we can literally explore like anything that we want. So I'm always like just researching things. I find myself going into these rabbit holes, looking up the most random, stupid shit. But that's what I'm doing. Or reading. But I'm, that's I'm not what you were doing with Seinf when Seinfeld. Seinfeld, you were in the service and you didn't have time to watch TV. You watched yeah, pretty much. Right? I don't know if it was just... Uh, <laughs> I, was, I mean, like... Wait, bring that convo back to where we were. I like that. Yeah, right? That's a good skill. We were, um, we, you know, in the service, you know, we had co-ed dorms, so I was mostly drinking and partying. Like, you know, with other... That's dudes. What doing. Yeah, not sitting around kind of watching <laughs> TV, but... No, dudes, chicks, co-ed. <laughs> I know what code is. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so, yeah. Never really got into it. I just, like I said, I just started watching Breaking Bad, and I'm kind of hooked, even on the first couple episodes. But uh, You guys watch that or no? Yeah, Have of you course. Seen, yeah. Never seen Breaking Never Bad. Never seen Breaking Bad? Oh, that's Heard interesting. all about it. That's a good one. Never seen Walking Dead? 
Never seen Game Jeff of Thrones. Thrones. Walking Dead is. So you're not I a big TV person either. Hey. Just recent TV. I like the old school shit. Walking Dead doesn't deserve. I like to like be, the Flintstones and shit. Doesn't deserve to be uh, mentioned with like Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. It's not up on that level. Too long, too. Eleven seasons. Like, come on. What are you doing? Then they have the show after. The seventeen the spinoffs of it. Right. Yeah. It's like Fear the Walking Dead, Eat the Walking Dead. You know, zombie advocates just. Crazy. What do you think is your all-time greatest? Sopranos, Game of, Game of Thrones, series? I feel like I have a top five, and the the order kind of is fluid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it changes. It's It depends on the mood I'm in. Game of Thrones would definitely be up there. Friday Night Lights would be. It's Never heard of it. One. And then there are some, too. Like, I try not to have recency bias, man, because there are some when I was, like, in my teens where I was like, dude, this fucking show is the best ever. But then again, I mean, it's probably not as relatable today because it's like a little teen soap opera. You know, I'm like 90210. <laughs> I was watching MacGyver yesterday. It's terrible. MacGyver? Yeah. What the fuck? The MacGyver That's Diagnosis so Murder. It's on like this old school network Yeah. that I get the for office. some reason. I put The Office top five. MacGyver was fucked up because he would be in like a, some sort of conundrum and with a, a life or death situation. Yeah, These and like no he would situations. find like a match in like some scotch tape in his pocket and so all of a sudden he's making a bomb and blowing shit <laughs> he up would and blow escaping. people up people would get blown up it's yeah. a very dark the fuck? Ex, um, show, show for people it wasn't like the guy was using some kung fu like walker texas ranger macgyver was planting some booby trap that was gonna blow half your face off when you came Jesus back in the Christ. room isn't it's it really interesting bad. that like so tv in the 90s normal tv sitcoms always had like some kind of Moral story. Yeah, there was like, a message. They tried yes. to make a message. Propaganda is what that's called. Yeah, okay, yeah. right? And I don't think TV today has that. Oh, it's it's still... Is it? Well, t- here's the thing. TV in the 90s, you were a different age. So, like, it's targeted to you, I think, when you're a little younger. I noticed this a lot with, like, when I used to watch the Disney Channel. Right. Like, you'd be watching an episode of, like, Boy Meets World, and within the first five minutes, I'd be able to pinpoint, okay... This episode this is telling me not to drink underage. Yep. This episode is telling me that it's important to tell the truth. You know, like, you can see that pretty early in the episodes now. But I, th- I think it's still there. It but depends what you're watching, though, what kind of content, you know. Are there still sitcoms out there? I don't even know, man. Because I think everybody just watches series, right? Those aren't... Well, a sitcom is a series, no? I, Situational comedy, comedy, is that what it means? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there's a definition of it. That's what it means. That's what it means. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. but what does that mean? Like all I did was break. <laughs> but like, there's the no room. like Full House, right? There's no shows like that, or I don't know what. Uh, what back in the '90s, 2000s? What was in the 2000s? The Office. The Office. How I Met Your Mother. You ever yep. watched that show? Never seen that. You did watch good. that show. Yeah, it was good. So my my what I take the most from that show is um, anytime somebody asks me what I do for work. Do you remember how Barney used to answer that question? Please tell me. He would just go, <laughs> please. Because nobody knew. He just made all this money. Nobody knew what he did for work. <laughs> he was just like he had some weird title that didn't make sense, and he would never, like through the whole eight years of the show, they never said, this is what he does. He'd just go, <laughs> please. Who's Barney? Barney Stinson. Doogie Hauser, right? Oh. Neil uh, Patrick Harris? Yeah. You remember watch that? Doogie Hauser? Yeah, of course, yeah. Doogie Hauser. That might be a little before my time. Yeah, Doogie Hauser, MD. Yep, he was the youngest uh, uh, medical doctor in uh, world history. Yes, 
eventually came out. I don't know why I added that. Well, it's funny because he came out, I think, during when How I Met Your Mother was in its heyday. And in the show, he was like a womanizer, you know, like a Johnny Bravo type character. Just good all the chicks always. And then you find out he's gay and it's like, I can't take this show seriously anymore. <laughs> That's acting. Though. Yeah, it was acting, right? Have you ever done acting? You seem like no. you would be a great actor. Like a, you yeah, got I a should very probably cross that bridge. Yeah, I have. you have a very uh, illuminating personality. That's nice. A man. big Thank personality. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I always say it. You are one a of a kind, bro. Absolutely. Unapologetically yourself. We have a good time in that office, man. We do. That's my... Um, do you like what you do? do you like, I love it. I know you do. I love it. Tell us I about it. I love the people. Don't tell us about it. Like, yeah. We all know what we do, bro. No, but I, I want to I know, you know like, what he does. I hate listen, when you do that, bro. Like, we're talking to each other. <laughs> we're having a conversation. Right. <laughs> tell me about what you do for, for your job. I don't know what he where does. Do you, where do you work? Um, in corporate, which is 33 Broad Street downtown. Um, we know is, that. Which <laughs> is three blocks away <laughs> from my where I live. So I, work, I walk three blocks to work, which is awesome, right? Nice. And I get to go in. I get to hire people. I get to train people, motivate people. Yeah. So they can that's... go out and generate leads on behalf of closers like yourself going out to close them down. Let so. me ask you. So, like, when these kids, they come in, they probably look up to you, obviously, right? Or some you gotta earn, back. You got to sure, earn that. Yeah. You got to earn that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think they know ultimately that I have their best interests in mind. Even if their best interest is saying, hey, maybe this isn't in your best interest to do right. something like this right now. If people have stuff going on in life, you can't do sales. You know what I mean? You really got to kind of take care of you first. I don't know if I wholeheartedly before, agree with that. Well, I do from what they do. There's a big difference between taking a lead and closing it down and being in that mindset opposed to what the kids do, which is going door to door. You know what Opening. I mean? That Opening, was, lot That's of more comparable to when we were on the phones back in the day. Yes. And it was if you had you know personal shit, it was definitely difficult to do that. Um, I think as you get older, it's easier to kind of separate the two and just understand, like, hey, just like if you're a prof- if you're an athlete, you know that you have to warm up before you hit the field. Of course. Where, like, if you're in sales, regardless of the day you're having, you know, like, you kind of have to mentally get yourself ready and, and attack it. But uh, I actually, I'd change my mind. I probably agree with you. If you have too much shit going on outside yeah, of work, they it's just because they got to be happy. They got to be a happy person. Because if you're yeah. not a happy person, or at least a little bit of a happy person, it's tough to be a happy employee. And when you're presenting publicly in front of somebody's house on their doorstep, mm, right. you gotta you gotta mentally kind of be in a a little bit of a safer, more comfortable place in life than you would. Because you're either gonna be desperate. If you're not in a good place, you're going to be um, too hostile because you can't take the rejection if you're mm-hmm. not in a good place. Or you're going to beat yourself up because you're getting the rejection. You're not going to understand why. So That's some, interesting. You know what I mean? So it's less about what the person has been through and more about when I sit down with them during the interview. Yeah. What type of confidence and feedback are they showing me? Are they complaining about the last boss that they had? Because that's not really a good way to start any conversation, mm-hmm. right? Is talking about the bad experiences. So did they start with something positive? Are they saying how hungry they are and how nice the building is and how nice everybody's been? Are they yeah. complimenting us as a company? Or are they kind of scared like a Bambi sitting in headlights kind of thing? You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. So where what is your strong skill set that, you, that you're adding 
So these these kids come in, you're interviewing them, you're you're trying to filter out who's fit for the position yep. to do this job at, on people's doorsteps, et cetera, et cetera. W what value do you add to them? Ultimately showing them what you can get when you follow directions of a winning company and a winning organization. So yeah. even if they may not at that moment have a direction that they want to walk down in life, yeah, I really make them a believer in the fact that they're in an amazing place where they can grow and they're with a group of people that are winners. And sometimes when you're undecided in life on what you wanna do, you can be decided on the people that you want around you. And that's why I've been with these guys for 15 years was it was less mm. about home security and less about solar. And I was just like, I really respect what these people do. I love being around them. It's fun. I'm growing, right? Money's great. So ultimately it was kind of for better or worse what the people were doing rather than the mission was always secondary to the people. So I, yeah. I think I make believers out of a, like a new person coming in. I try. Well, that's, that's what awesome. I try to do. You're the best guy for that role. You know, I was lucky enough to sit in your training the other day, and I was I was impressed in so many ways with you, with the talent that we have, you know, from the, the field um, sales reps, the canvassers, just everything, the program, the content that we have, everything is so good. But you it's hit the nail together. on the head. People ask me all the time, like, oh, you love what you do? And I'm like, not really. Like, I don't give a shit about solar. I didn't care about alarms. I love where I work, though. I love the people yes. I work with. And I would, if Jay told me tomorrow we were selling bagged ice, then I would learn how to sell ice the best I could, you know, because I'll mm -hmm. follow that guy off a cliff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it doesn't end with him because he duplicates himself so well in the people around him, you know? So I just feel like we just have a money team, bro. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter what we're pushing. And uh, I actually sent him a little, what do you call it? Like a meme that I saw today. And it was like, you don't start a business, you know? You, you get people, you grow them, and they start the business for you. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what, yeah, he's doing um, as far as he's, they come in, they learn from you, they look up to you. They must uh, have huge respect, and especially when you're helping them win. <clears throat> and, I think, and I think they see how That's happy cool. I am, yeah. which always goes over good when you can, be a, when you can teach people stuff. But you can also be this like happy, energetic character right. that's running that's around. That's definitely you. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it, it goes over yeah. good. The place is incredible. The place really sells itself. I'm just a billboard Dude, for how great the place is. A hundred percent. I actually wish our sales team, right? I feel I feel like, you know, enough people don't take advantage of what we actually bring to the table. Mm. And I feel like, you know, if you're trying to close a deal and the customer is really, you know, choosing between you and another company. One of the most powerful tools you can do to close that deal is say, hey, listen, I get it. You want to make sure you go with the right company. Why don't you do this? I don't want to say anything more. I don't want to push you into anything. I know you're going to sit with them. Go to their office, see their operation. Come to our office, see our operation. Then make a decision. You know what I mean? Like, Think of how many wins we would get with that yep. because there's no company that is structured and has the, you know, the, the resources mm. that we have behind it, especially locally. Yeah, I, I actually have invited customers to our building. Uh, I actually signed a deal in Jay's office. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, just to, I, I want them, you know what? I want them to see what we do. I want them to see even the posters Jay has in his room, the goal setting, the, I mean, this is what we're about. This is right, our culture. Right. So, like, I'm not bullshitting somebody when, the, when I'm in the home with them. Uh, they probably look at it, you know, if they don't trust what I'm saying uh, to a T, 
they're like, okay, you're a you're a great salesman. But right. that's not mm. really it. No, no. I, this is this is the, mm. this is my life. Mm. This is how I live. You know, this is what I do. Yeah, <laughs> this is how we all operate. And um, you're a great example of that. Uh, I, I think that's my opinion. Um, I think you're a, a, an amazing first impression for these people coming in. Uh, you know, boom, they're meeting Johnny Hull. You know what I mean? It's like. Oh, it shit. gets real, real quick. E- yeah, either it they're gonna real, fucking real love quick. you, or it gets it's real just, quick. You, it's an easy filter. They're yep. they're not gonna uh, attach to you, and then you know yep. that you know yeah, it's, it's real. If you, if you don't like my, this is what it is. You know, yeah, that's real, real. So that, that's fucking awesome, man. What I loved <laughs> is how fucking when when O'Leary started, on his like fourth day. He knew how to describe you to somebody that had never met you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, dude, you're those were good days. We had a lot so of powerful. Yes, absolutely, oh, we really did. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing better than a ride along when you want to really like learn about somebody in life. Do Photons. It, do it. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad they got you out of sales. <laughs> Photons. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember. Is this, let that one is this go. a Netflix house or a, a Hulu <laughs> house? <laughs> so, so ride with John. I'm like, I'm most never... important question. Yes. Yeah. Is this a Netflix or a Hulu family? <laughs> 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 They're 80. They're like, what are you talking <laughs> no, about? We I don't even have Wi Fi. I would say it wouldn't be. You know what it is is that uh, sometimes uh, you know I, I'm speculating actually a little bit, but uh, I, I would assume that they 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 meet this huge personality Johnny Hull, and again they might just classify that as wow this this guy's personality is just he's a great salesman but that's not really the case that's just his personality like that's just how he is yeah like he's not trying to sell you something he's just this illuminating personality when he walks into the room. <laughs> what did you say? What was the sidewalk line, bro? Oh, it's like, oh, this is an amazing sidewalk. Yo, my grandmother has one just like it. <laughs> you got to like look that. for common ground yes. anywhere. It was, no. Common That's ground. Because she was walking hey. us out of the house. Common ground. Um, right. She wasn't buying. And as we're leaving the house, she's giving us a tour Great of her sidewalk. new house. And I'm like, oh, I love this you know, porch oh, and this balcony. Yeah. And this reminds me of my grandmother's house. And like, by the time I looked at where we were, we were like literally in the road. And she's like, all right, bye. Hey, my grandmother has a road outside of her house too. <laughs> Sometimes it gets awkward, dude. I remember like, you know, when you're trying to walk out and leave and they just keep ch- chatting with you. I got to a point where a dude walked me to my truck. I got in, closed the door, and now he's like this on my window, still talking. Like until I'm like, I did not driving off. <laughs> he steps on the running board and hangs on. <laughs> oh man, I, you know what? Personally, I I love it only because I, I I always consider myself a student of sales. Like you know, I, I know I'm like in the upper you know part of closers all right, i'm but, still all right. I, i'm still learning i learn from josh i learn from chris i learn from whoever i can um so I, I feel like there's going to be a point when i feel like not that i've learned enough cuz i'll always be a student but where i i understand fully like wholeheartedly like kind of how to approach every situation to some degree and that's when i'm going to murder like everybody because I'm doing well without, you know, some of that there's base that, knowledge. There's that third level that you're going yes. to get to, you're saying. It, it's going to happen at some point. But I feel that's what, like, Chris has. I feel that's what, definitely what with has Christine DiPietropalo, how you helped me close her. Like, that's what Which I one saw. Was that? Remember the woman that just wouldn't, oh. like, she wasn't here. <laughs> the lady that pushed us. And then she ended up buying. It was crazy. It was well, Josh has this amazing skill of, this is what I picked up from Josh when I first started riding along with you. Uh, he, he, one, when I first he, started riding Josh. 
Nah, chill, bro. Um, he's very, what's the word I'm looking for? Non-threatening. Oh. Very yes. non-threatening, right? So, like. I'll it, fuck you up, bro. It, it's it's not <laughs> emotional. It's not a, like, a, there's no ounce of this guy's trying to sell me. Yes, it's let's sit and talk. Yes. Yeah. And, and that is something that I work on every day to try to be more like Josh when he approaches a, uh, any kind of, uh, you know, interaction for sales and stuff like that. But then there's also the skill that you're saying, you know, from Chris. Chris, it just rolls off his tongue yeah. so easy. It's like, <laughs> dude, He always what says the, the right thing. Yes. At least when like I had just... witnessed him. He just never says anything wrong. It's beast. just like every line is so textbook and perfect. Imagine if Chris and Josh had a baby. They'd, they'd be like this fat little sales be this closing little god. <laughs> we did. The it's you. God. It's yes, you. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, no, I do. I remember that that Christine lady. That's the lady with the bush, right? Yes. What you're like? Oh. What are you talking about? <laughs> what you guys do to sell this lady? She didn't want to chop down the so bush because we were gonna have to. It was a tree, but yeah. then there was a bush. There's a with- bush near the meter. John's like, oh, I gotta go back out with the install team and make sure they don't cut down the. B-. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? And this right? is right after I talked to him about like messing with the program. Yeah. And you know me, bro. I'm a big advocate of trust my team. Like, if my job is to come in, get the deal signed, and then I have a team, you know, and resources that do the back end shit, mm. I'm not gonna do their job for them. I'm gonna let them do their thing. And John is like, oh yeah, no, she's really like into this bush. Like it was her husband planted it or some shit. I'm like, dude, here's what's gonna happen. Our install team is going to go out. If it's breaking any codes, they're going to chop that shit down. If mm. it's not breaking any codes, they'll leave the bush there. He's like, well, it's important to her. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> He's like, you have a happen. 2 p.m. He's like, I'm putting a 2 p.m. on your board right now. I'm like, all right. How did that work? Did they end up cutting that bush down or what? Um, never heard otherwise about it. She said, Perfect. thank you very much. She got a copy of the book. <laughs> it was a, Gave it to her grandson, and it was a lock. Done deal. Everything was fine. You gave her a copy of the book? I gave her a copy of the book. Did you know that he's a published author? I have his book. He's a customer. Do you? Yes. Nice. I actually bought it. Hey, man, you know this. I'm a big advocate of keeping the money in-house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Supporting, you know, (laughs) supporting our- uh, You have a copy with you? I do have a copy. Can we pull it up on the screen, too? Uh, Brandon? Brandamonia? What's the name of the book, bro? Protect Protect your your goals goals from from a troll. troll. Protect your girl from John. Hey. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> That's <not> nice. Impossible. <laughs> I like it. Are you trying to get it in the shot? Am I? What I should know. I do with it? Hey, that? don't worry. Just put he's it in front of my face, guys. He's, he's going to pull it up on the screen anyway. There we go. Hey. John Michael Scott. My man, JMC. No, wait. <laughs> JMH. <laughs> you, you got me. I'm like, wait. I'm like, why does that sound so familiar? Michael Scott. Yeah. Protect your goal from a troll. Like, how quick? Go close that out. How quick can you fulfill this? Two hey, days. I like it. Two days. So let me ask you, right? As an Amazon seller, somebody buys it on Amazon, mm-hmm. you get notified and you have to actually ship it? Or do they have copies Every, in the warehouse? They take care of everything. I do nothing. I get a royalty check once a quarter. Um, and the So what do you have? The publisher publishing house will take takes care, care of, of everything. Wow. Yeah, it was, it's really incredible. It's on... Um, Amazon.com, Walmart.com, BarnesandNoble.com, eBay. So they. So really, your only job to is to, promo- to make is money to is to promote it. it. To promote it. Do you promote it? That's what I'm doing here. So yes. Hey, all right, nice. I'll tell you what. Anybody who goes online right now and tries to buy John's book, 
Put in the J2 podcast code for a 0% discount, and you'll get the book within a few days. I like that. You like that? I like that. <laughs> That's awesome, though, man. You know what's funny is, is I, so I've known John, obviously, for a long time, and I hope you're okay with talking about this, but, like, when I yeah. knew you, we were a lot younger when, the, you know, our first go-around. fucked. Not, we're not going to talk about that yet, but, like, we were just kind of a lot younger. So my image of you was just like party, John. Yep. This guy that would walk around the office. I knew he made a ton of money, but he was in party mode all the time. The speaker. So when he, you know, we started working together again a few years later, and he told me that he wrote a book. I was so taken. I was like so shocked. You know what I mean? Like nothing made sense to me because I'm like, wait, what? Like my image of you was totally inaccurate at that point because I only knew, you know, the old John, the John that mm. I knew you walking around the office and. You know, being out at a nightclub. That was yep. the only thing I knew. And I was just so impressed. That's what so, I did basically in the late 2000s. That's what yeah. I did was, yeah. was that, yeah. Walk around. But I, I, work. I thought it was so cool. You're like, I, I, actually, I actually thought you were fucking with me when you're like, yeah, dude, I wrote a children's book. I'm like, what the fuck? When are you I tell people, about? they like, fit that. I'm, like, sure. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you don't even have kids. What are you, what are you <laughs> writing children's books for, you fucking weirdo? You pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what is your book about? So, um, it's a coming of age story. And it's about a, a little boy named Mateo. He's, I'm sorry, but you say what? the word coming Yo. and he's over there giggling. What are you, was he, this why, is what why, I do. Why are you laughing, guy? I'm telling you, you're like coming of age. He's like, uh, wait, hold on. Why are you looking at me if, if he says it then? <laughs> because I just know what you're going to you do, bro. So it's a coming of age story. <laughs> this little boy, this little boy wants to be uh, the chief fire ranger um, in the community and a single parent household. And the mom is just the, the, the support system and really teaches the young boy, whose name is Mateo, about kind of the foundations of goal setting. So she has him write his goal down. She has him write an affirmation underneath his goal. She has him keep his goal uh, protected from the trolls, right? Right. Um, and, yeah. of course, that whole... Uh, you know, battle ensues with the trolls being negative towards the goal, so the kid has to defend the goal against it getting shot down by the trolls. Uh, there's danger, you know, and ultimately um, his his goal comes true. Is so, that uh, the the mother or? Yes, that's the mother waving uh, goodbye as the, um, Mateo's some, going to school. Who else would it be? Some chick he's banging. Yeah, like a milf in the neighborhood. Like nice dog, you know. I don't know. <laughs> you guys are ruining this. No, I'm not ruining it. We're gonna fucking sell some copies. I, I bought one of these and yeah. I, I support so this. So you get to speak like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I hate motherfuckers I'm like kidding. that, dude. Who is? I'm not gonna say his name, but like one of your boys, bro. I couldn't stand him. This motherfucker donated once to my stream for like twenty. He donated twenty dollars one day, and then for the next two years. He thought that I owed him everything. He's like, play, fucking do this, do this, do that. And I'm like, bro. He's like. But I donated to your stream. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, bro. Take it back <laughs> it at this years point. Ago. I'll send it yeah. back to you. <laughs> I'm like, just take it back at this point. Like, what the fuck? But no, this is uh, this is really cool, man. I like it. What I like more about it, bro, is is I know where this comes from. You know, that it's a culture that we, yes. we all live and work. And, like, that's literally our company culture, bro, is yeah. have a goal and protect it. And as an adult, right, you still deal. Because think about it, though. Still have to do when this. You, when you look at a little kid, right? You, a little kid says, I want to be, what does he want to be? Fire chief? Yeah, the uh, chief fire ranger. Cool. So you probably got other kids that are just like, oh, you're never going to do that. You're never going to do that. And then. Or yeah, that, right. Right. 
the same thing happens you're a grown you know, when you're an adult because right now i mean you tell somebody that your goal is to make a million dollars a lot of the people that you think love and care about you're going to try to tell you that's not realistic mm. you know like fucking be realistic that's not going to happen you know what i mean they're the trolls in this book you know those exactly. people absolutely. don't go away absolutely what motivated you to do this what so i money i, I respect it um he just wanted to make money <clears throat> but Cap, to, capitalizing on the uh weakness of all these little children no that's awful that's if <laughs> if i wanted to make a children's book i would have no idea where to start i wouldn't well, even he's way smarter than you that's well, not that's true, true at all that's not true no no like how, how um, did you where did you even did you so, google like hey, yeah so, chat, chat GPT. so there was a fortune right. cookie so i was this is in the alliance days a fortune monkey a, a fortune cookie oh at jackie's galaxy downtown i was having a sushi lunch and sushi. the company was doing sushi. terrible. And it was just a really, like, kind of unhappy time in my life. And I got the fortune in the fortune cookie, and it said, keep your goals away from the trolls. And I was like, oh, it's, you know, it kind of has a ring to it. So I took the fortune, I put it in my wallet, and then for months, forgot it was in there, never thought about it. And then on July 3rd, 2018, I was having a very difficult day. And for whatever reason, I found the fortune. Um, I wrote the book in about a little over 90 minutes. Just on paper kind of thing? Yep, just put it down to really paper. Really, that quickly? Yep, huh? it was like 93 minutes. I read it, and I was like, You came up with the myself. characters and everything? Everything, everything. Wow. It was what? just one of those moments where I'm glad, of... I'm glad I was alone, and I'm glad I had the, like, the common sense to capture the idea, because I think a lot of people have really, really good ideas, yeah. and then they just evaporate yeah. in the wind. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So this was one of those moments where I could kind of tell that there was something meaningful that I was doing, so I immediately put pen to paper. Um, it birthed itself very easily. I read it. I was like, wow, this is good. I read it a second time, and I was like, I think I got something. I went into work like a week later with it and read it to Jim Barnes, who was the head of our marketing department at the time, just because I thought he had a good judgment on mm. on like art, right? He was an artist right. in his own right, and he was kind of the closest artist that I had uh, by me to kind of get their opinion on. So I read the book to him. Yeah, his mom had published nine children's books, so uh, it was kind of one of these crazy scenarios where I couldn't have went to, to a, a better, better person. person. Right. He then hooked me up with the publishing house, and the book was created and. Um, completely done about you know within eight to nine months after that um i was then i was then gonna it was incredible Um, and that's from nothing right um covid hit um i was supposed to launch the book with the public school system um and get it into some schools in pawtucket can you explain that process too like so you you basically have to knock down doors and create a lesson plan which the book has at the end it has a goal scroll so the goal scroll is basically the action item where you can have the kid yeah show us show it up this is yeah this is this is what makes it actionable is the goal scroll hold on move it yeah there you go. Right. You're blocking your voice from the Am mic. I? That's yeah. right. <laughs> I have a goal. So the goal scroll makes it where it's actionable, right? So that was what I was sharing with teachers and trying to get into what was known as reading week, um, which was April of that year. 
COVID hit February of that year. Yeah. Um, I moved down to South Beach for the next year and a half, put everything on the back burner, um, and then moved back and have been with Smart Green ever since. Wanted to get myself established a little bit, social media, all that kind of stuff. And um, this is my first public um, display of, of getting hey. the book out there. You know what I mean? Dude, that's... So, you heard it here are. first. That's fucking yep, so amazing. That, that's really admirable. Yeah. Number one. Thank I, you. Yeah. Because, again, somebody, if I... Now, I consider myself semi-creative. You know, I, I, I enjoy art. I like to sing. I like to Listen, it's I not about music. you, bro. It's his book. I, can I finish? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I enjoy art in all different kinds of ways. <laughs> Obviously, we create content and stuff like that. Um, so, for, for me, if I said, hey, you know what? I used to draw and paint... If I wanted to make a book, I would have no idea where where to start, how to do it, and and you actually, like, don't sell yourself short, bro. You you actually did it. That's you storyboard I, is what you do, meaning you grab a bunch of big pieces of like construction paper, and once you have the story, you then break it down. Page one, you draw a little stick figure with what more you details, want. more Page details. Page two, isn't that how movies are created? Yeah, too? like, like storyboard, storyboard it. Well, a movie is cool, just, man. A movie yeah. is just that, but you know, yeah. captured on camera. I mean to say that you're you're an author and creator of this book and published author. Published author. It feels like, dude, good. That's... I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah man, I'm that's... not gonna lie. It feels good. That's why I need to put some action behind it because it... I I believe in it. You know. What age group is it geared eight for? Eight to eight to ten, eight to eleven. I need one for my son. I'm gonna buy. If I buy one right now, can I just have that one? Yes. You were given one way back in the day, but I think you said you lost it. So thank you for no, being no, no, such no. a. I think I was supposed to get Good one, fan. but we didn't end up linking up because we did the thing virtually. Yeah. We should do something special. If any, if any of our viewers uh, do purchase this book for their kids, they want to advertise, they want to help help out our friend John here and the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. We'll put you in some kind of I don't know. We'll do something for you. Yeah, Definitely. Relax, relax before you start promising. <laughs> you. We'll give you a hundred. We'll give you a thousand dollars. We'll give you a thousand dollars if you get it, solar. Bro. If you buy a book and sign up for Solo, we'll give you a thousand bucks. And a book. Hey, that's not a book. We'll give you a thousand dollars in a book. I used to give customers copies of the book. Yeah, if they have kids, right? Yeah. Or maybe even if they don't, they can hand it out to whoever. What brought us to the story was Christine DePietropalo. Thank you for your business, sir. I appreciate it. Don't thank me because now that it's back on my radar, I want to give it to my kids. Good. So thank you for writing it. I appreciate it. How many, um, can I ask, is it rude to ask how many copies you sold? No, I would say at this point we're talking less than 150, and I bought- More a, than 100? I bought probably about 90 of them and gave them out to family, friends, and teachers just to try to get the word lit, so I mean- Well, fuck it. Right? Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, baby. You know? So yeah, here's what I'm going to do. I, you know, I, I think at some point I'm just going to find the link to your Amazon, whatever. I'm going to advertise it on my social media. That'd be awesome, man. Yeah, just to, uh, you know- I think I think it's a great thing, man. Uh, it's a good positive thing, you know. It's not, you know, like young kid. He's he's looking at the hot mom. He's like, <laughs> he's got his goals. It's a cartoon, bro. Yeah. Well, you never seen like porno cartoons. You're so weird, dude. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking? No, I don't like hentai or whatever they call it. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like those Family Guy ones, right? <laughs> Who are you fucking weirdo that watches like the tentacles and the octopus? God, they're so thick. I've never seen that shit. <laughs> Why are they always crying? 
Some of that stuff's weird. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's so weird. Oh, man. Oh, good shit, man. We got a fucking author in the house. Nice, man. Thank you. So you you also have this, what, following on TikTok? It's growing. It's getting there. Tell us about well, that. Well, that's new, though. Like, the, yes. uh, Well, new anyways for me, man. That's why I'm just like, dude, the, the John Hall that I... Don't get me wrong. I've always loved you. But I'm just... I've gotten to know you so much more over the last year and a half, man. And now I just... I have such a new... Respect. And different... I've always... No, not... Res, I've always respected you. But such a new, like, appreciation for who you are. You know what I mean? And, like, and what you... Like, where your head's at, man, and your discipline. And it's just... Yeah. It's discipline, bro. definitely. Right? Every day I talk to you, like, yeah, I've been up since 2.30 in the morning. I've already ran four, 10 miles. What time do you go to sleep? Whatever, you go to sleep he doesn't. Like, he no, like, fucking... n- like 9.30, 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 9.30, 10 o'clock. Look at this video of him fucking that bag up, bro. Ab, you ab, know what? Ab, you ab, and ab, Kevin ab, Tay got to do a, a video together. He's what he was supposed to do. We one. can hear it now. I love it. Hey, if we go viral and monetize this, do we have your permission to use this clip? Of course. Okay. Oh, I need you to sign a release, by the way, before you leave. So wh- where is this that you're uh, This you're is at a place called Rad Fitness. Um, big shout out to them and, and Rebecca. She's the owner and lead trainer there. Awesome CrossFit facilities, awesome kickboxing facilities. Oh, spinning back fist. Um, what's nice is it's open seven days a week. And you're when Southpaw? You're, yes. And when you're a member, um, like today, I was in there all by myself. Um, no, no, no. Just hitting the bag for, you know, 45, 45 minutes, 50 minutes. This is in the office. Yo, oh, you're what a, a fucking banger, bro. walking badass. This song this is such still. a banger, bro. Yeah, this, is mm, this is one that I'd have in the rotation before showing up to a customer's house. Mm. Life is so good. Money, it, it feels that good, you know what I mean? I feel that good at work. Yo, you know I funny, love man. it. I love That's it. That's why I appreciate you. I man. love it. I couldn't imagine not having those guys and having that place, man. You're right. You know, honestly, when... it gives me so much confidence. I wicked love yeah. them. I feel like you know, like now we all get, we have these moments, right, where you kind of just look and appreciate it. Yeah. And some of us do it daily. Some of us, you know, every once in a while. What's weird for me, right, is I'm getting older, so like, I can't sleep through the night anymore without waking up to take a piss. Like, before, I feel like I used to just prostate, like, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd be able to piss. Like, I'm good. Now, it's always, like, 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, shit, I'm up. I got to take a piss. But I wake up. My house is dead silent. And, like, when I look out my, when I take a step out of my bedroom, I just see the hallway. And I see all the way down through my living room, you know, like, big open floor playing kitchen. It's like, I never had this growing up. So, it's weird for me. Every night at 2.30 in the morning, before I piss, I'm just like... This is nice. You have this appreciation. My kids are sleeping. Everybody's safe and everything's quiet. You know what I mean? And I just see like beautiful fucking, I don't know. Yeah, the house is nice. The area is really nice too. When I was driving through the area, I was like, good thing. It's nice over here. I like it. Me too. It's nice. It's safe. You know, for them, it's quiet. 183, almost 184,000 views. Cute dog. When do you get to monetize? At, oh, like, what, at what point does that become? That's um, the next step. Oh, God rest his soul. Little Coop. Yeah, so this has been like, so the last two years, my mom's drove through the neighbor's house and broke her neck. The dog died. Wait, whoa, what? Yeah, so. That was rude. So, yeah, this is crazy. So, my mom drove, drove through the neighbor's house and broke her neck when I was in Miami, which was two years ago. The dog dies. Three months after that, 
and my dad just died. Are we going to do hey! it? 15 days ago. <laughs> the dead club. Man. Sorry, brother. No, I know. You told, told me about the dead dad told... club. I'm a member now. Yeah, yeah. we know how that feels. You know, know what I'm saying? Dude. We... We 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 we've been there. We we know how. We, 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 today, how old were you? How old were you? français? How old were you when your dad died? Uh, Let me see your wee wee. 2017. Oh wow. Okay. So this is yeah. relatively and recently. I, we had to pull the plug on him too. The doc came into the room and was Why like, "Why do you sound so excited when you're talking?" Because it's great. He's like, "We got to pull the plug." <laughs> it was such a, a life changing fucking thing, man. I'm telling you, it's fucked up. When the, yeah, your the family is was that, doing like a ribbon cutting ceremony. You're like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, right. Smack, the, smack my dad's bed with a bottle of champagne. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. No, bro. the doc came into the room and was like, hey, listen, you know, you guys got to make a decision. He's, his quality of life's going to suck. And we had to make a decision to pull the plug on him. And that's fucked up. I'm like, and I said it out in the open. I'm like, uh, are you asking me or telling me that I need to make a decision whether to kill my father or not? And that was a humbling fucking thing. And then, obviously, well, he's dead now, so mm. you know what I did. And um, it's fucked up, dude. It's a fucked up feeling to not have your, somebody that's in your life for so long. And I know this is fresh for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but And then they're just not there anymore. So, yeah. The most humbling part about it for me, like, hearing shit like that is I just want to do a good enough job where my, like, I'm, it's hard for my kids. It's, where does that sound? You know what I mean? Like, because, dude, my... My dad died when I was 11. Not really that hard. Like, it bothered me a little when I was a kid, but it's like, that he wasn't like that really. That would be crazy hard. Well, he wasn't yeah, around, bro. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So okay, that I is kind of like my thing. It's just like, I just want to do a good enough job where, like, for the times that, you know, as long as I do live, bro, like, I'm just here to make an impression. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, they're, they're going to have me around. Have you ever experienced yeah. death with somebody that's close to you? No, I'm no saying, like, nobody I know has ever died, bro. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, really close I to you. I told you my dad. Well, were you close to him? You said no. he wasn't around. Oh, all right. No, the, uh, yeah, actually, when I was when I was 16, man, my my best friend in the world uh, died in a car accident, and that was uh, by far hardest shit I've ever dealt with. He was like my brother, you know. Yeah. You know, when you're a kid, it's like when you show like I would show up somewhere, and it there was no asking. We didn't have to coordinate. It was just after school, I'd be at his house. You know, his mom would make us a fucking snack. We'd smoke some pot, like. We'd go places together. I taught him how to drive in a parking lot. He almost killed me. There's so many things that were just like, I didn't have a brother my age. Mm. And his brother was a lot older than him. We were just brothers, bro. Yeah. You know? And he was the, bro, I've never met anybody like him in my life. He, And anybody that you know that has met him, any of our friends, you know, anybody our age that went to school with us, in the short amount of time that we knew him, he impacted everybody's life so much. You know what I mean? It was crazy. But I know my son after him, man. It's like. Really? Yeah. Stephen Patrick Neary. Death is, is a man. fucked up thing. It, you know what it is? It's because well, our whole lives we don't talk about it. I can. I will and it's never a part of life. That. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Well, it's just just as much as birth is. Yeah, but it's some sometimes it's so different because some death you expect. You know what I mean? Like you expect people to get old and die. You expect when somebody's mm -hmm. sick. You know the doctors tell you, hey, they got a few months left or whatever. Like there's different types. Death. You know? Yeah. Like this was fucking. You know? And out of nowhere, dude. It was. Literally, when I tell you, man, like, we did everything together. And there was a night, for some reason, like, I just had a baseball game. I was tired. He's like, what's up, man? Are we going to Alexis's birthday party? And I'm like, yo, I'm actually not going to go, dude. Like, grab a ride with Mitch or whatever. I'm not going to go. I'm so beat. You know what I mean? I'm just cooked. I'm, I'm not going. Dude, I look at my phone. It's like 1 in the morning. You know what I mean? And when I tell you, bro, like, his mom was so, like, it was one of the first times she ever let him drive with somebody else. Mm. She only trusted him in my car. 
And uh, like I look he at was my a passenger. phone. I look, yeah, I look at my Ooh. phone, man, and I got like ten missed calls from his mom, from his brother, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I listen, I like, listen to voicemails. I call. I'm like, yo, what's up? They're like, yo, have you heard from Steve? He's not home. We can't find him. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, nah, I know he's at what's her name's party. You know what I mean? So it's probably mm. gonna be a late night. She's like, nah, he always check. And this, he was a good kid. So she's like, he would never not call. Like he checks in. You know, he does what he's supposed to. So I'm like, all right. And I start calling around. Nothing, nothing. Now I'm getting, you know, I'm starting to get little a little wor- bit worried. A little yeah. worried, but like afraid to be worried. I'm afraid to think of why I would be worried. You know what I mean? So I'm like talking myself out of it. Like, nah, there's no way. I'm like, let me just, let me drive. Let me just drive the routes, you know, like where I know where she lives. I know where he lives. I know where we would go chill sometimes. So I get in my truck, dude, and I'm driving around. And I don't know if y'all are familiar with um, like Central Falls and Lincoln and Pawtucket area. So there's a road that connects um, Central Falls to Smithfield Avenue. It's called Higginson Avenue. It's it's like the, the only road you would take to get from Central Falls to like Smithfield Avenue in Pawtucket. And that's the road I always took. And, like, just something maybe not go that way. I was going, like, weird routes. And then finally, a few hours later, bro, I drive that road and I just pass fucking so many cop cars and fire trucks. Like, you know, there was obviously an accident. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Within, like, two minutes, his brother calls me and he's just, he's hysteric. You know, like, you know, he's gone. He's dead. I'm like, no, there's no way. So I drove to his house, and it still wouldn't hit me now. Now it's like 3 in the morning, dude, and I'm not stopping at stop signs. I'm going through red lights. I'm just not in control of anything, you know? Like, I'm just driving his house because I didn't believe it. I'm like, now I knew, like, his brother, you know, he smoked pot. In my head, I'm praying. I'm like, this dude's just high out of his mind, you know what I mean? Like, he's talking crazy right now. And then when I pulled up at his house, dude, there were just, every light was on. There were cars in the driveway, like, with the door open. You know what I mean? Like, I could tell. It was just not good. And when I walked in and saw his whole family there, bro, I just like, collapsed. It was, I don't think, I don't think anything could ever take that away from being the hardest thing I've ever experienced. Right. It sucked bad. It sucked real bad. And then like, I left there. I went to my other friend's house, you know, like I'm banging on his door at four in the morning. His dad opens the door. He's like, Josh, what are you doing? Like, you know, are you drunk? What's happening? I'm like, no, nah, where's Joey? Like Steve's dead. You know, like, I, mm. I, like, I don't even, you don't even know what to say or do. I'm just crying. I'm like, Steve's dead. You know There's what I mean? Like, get, yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? And I, he wakes up his son. His son's my other friend. Dude, it was, it just sucked. So, yeah, I've lost somebody super close, man. And you know, and you're just so, like, at that age, you're, you're emotionally, you're so less stable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. Where, uh, don't get me wrong, you know, you lose somebody, it always hurts. It's hysteric. But it's like then I couldn't control anything. You know, like, I, I felt like I was just fucking, like, there was nothing I could do. Yeah. It was terrible. You know, it's fucked up because I actually talk about death with my daughter. She's 13. Uh, and the reason why I do, um, you know, is because anything could happen at any moment. We know that. You know, life's very fragile. I could have a heart attack in mm. two minutes. I can fucking die right out here while we're recording. Live. Any of us could. Yeah. You know, I can get oh, in a car accident. Things could views, happen. And I, and, you know, and I try to just want my daughter to entertain the fact, um, you know, that... That death is is just as much as part of life as as birth. But anyway, I didn't mean to, uh, you know, uh, go into this whole thing. You were talking about your 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 father passed away. Are you okay? Are you, yeah, are I'm you, good. Yeah. I'm good. I think it's about where you're at mentally in life too. You know what I mean? Like to your point. Were you close to your dad? Were you? Every day, God, oh, every man, day. Damn. And that's why I had him right. So I'm 39. And it's like for 39 years he was there every single day, every every game, every practice, everything, every holiday. Every time I was in a jam, 
three in the morning, call that dude up. So you can only, I think when you're close to something, sometimes you got to step back and look at the, the, the whole situation sure. and how fortunate you were for how many years. And then it's like, yeah, he's gone and it really sucks. But now it's really just about being the guy for my mom and helping yeah. my mom out as much How's your as mom possible. Doing? Good. She's already back at work. You know what I mean? So she's wow. a little gangster. She's awesome. You know, four Capital foot G. nine. Yeah. Driving I, through houses. I, I, I look at my mom the same way. <laughs> well, that's why she drove to the house. You can't see over the fucking <laughs> exactly. thing. You know, for 40 some odd years, however long my mother and father were together, one day that all just ended. Yeah. So like when my father left the house, he left all of his shit, you know, just as is. He goes to the hospital, dies, and now all his shit is just how he left it. So my mom has to go back to the house and see all that. His watch, his pocket knife, yeah, his clothes hanging, you know, that kind of thing. And then your whole life fucking changes. Think about this. You wake up, you go to bed lonely, you wake up the next morning, yeah, and they're not there. Yep. Your routine is fucked up. They were together 43 years, 44 Mm -hmm. years, so it's like a big, I couldn't even imagine. God, yeah, man. It happens, man. And it's what's strange about life is that we're all going to have to experience that. Think about as long as we know each other, one of us, some of us, out of the, us four right here, including Brandon, somebody's going to die first, right? Unless we all die together. All right. Let's do it that way. <laughs> Sounds easier. Like, and I feel like, you know, like when it's I'm 90, I'm okay with an asteroid. Take us all out. Yeah. And nobody will miss us. It's weird. Oh, the kids and you know, shit. My, my pops used to say it all the time. He, you know, in his, so he died at 67, but even up to That's 67. Young. Yeah, it is young. young. Even up to 67, he said, you know what? I'm just waiting to die. He goes, I just, you know, I lived my life, you know, and I, as you're, and I can kind of understand it. I mean, like, once you go over, like, the hump, you're like, well, now you're just like, you're, uh, what's the word? Uh, it starts with a D. Uh, dead? No, not dead. Uh, <laughs> It's not disintegrating, deteriorating. but uh, deteriorating. Yes, that's exactly what's happening. Your health gets worse. You're, you know. What did he die from? Uh, yeah, he had like 87 heart attacks. Okay. Yeah. Well, but think of, then you got a guy like fucking like Doyle Brunson who just passed away. Yeah. And was like the complete opposite. You know, like he was knocking on death's door for 20 years, but he was like, fuck it. If I'm going to die ever, like, let me just live out my days doing what I love. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. If you if you know you're gonna die, like just fucking, I think you just hit it on the head. Life is just fragile, man. It is. It's very got to be happy, and, and and yeah, you just have to choose to be happy in the moment because you don't know if that. Not to sound all like fucking Debbie mm-hmm. Downer, but you don't know if that's gonna happen to your kids. You don't know if that's gonna happen to the people that you love, your coworkers. Your could be your girlfriend that you know could be. God forbid, obviously, all of this, but I'm saying um, it happens. It happens to other people. We read about it in the newspaper. We see it in the news. You know, so anyway, on a happier note, <laughs> death. I'm sorry. Death. I'm sorry you're going through that guy. I, I really it's am. Good. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. And if you ever want to talk and fucking bullshit and, and that's what know, we're doing now, right? Laugh, laugh about it. Uh, you know, I have this weird take on, on life. <laughs> so yeah, same thing. Man. If you're ever feeling down and you need somebody to talk to, just call somebody else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say I was all right anyway. But hey, welcome to the uh, Dead Day Dad Dude Club, DDC, the Dead Dad Club. Yes, absolutely. We have tons of members. Cilantro. We're not. We're not only members ourselves, but we're the president and vice president. Vice president. You um, notice how he said president first because he just naturally his instinct, man. Like 
it is what it is, bro. And I appreciate that. And I love that you respect me enough to just inherently give me the role of leader. But um, yeah, man. Dumb. So, <laughs> but I'm dumb. So that's been going on. Well, that was happening to you. Well, that was on Cinco de Mayo. He died Cinco de Mayo. So that'll be easy to always remember. And, Fuck, you know, that means you're going to be reminded like crazy. every fucking year. Well, I mean, you'd be reminded every year anyway. True. You know? It's just, it's a day. But no, but the rest <laughs> of the <laughs> other day you might have forgot. <laughs> no, hold on, wait. No, I don't it's remember. Like, it's oh, easy to remember. Oh, oh, man, that's going to fuck up the hold party on. day. <laughs> Here's the difference. I don't remember the exact day that my dad died, but if it was on Cinco de Mayo and, and the whole world is celebrating, I, I would remember that. That's what I'm saying. You don't that's know the point. date? No, I don't. That's oh, wild, because I was... I was 11 when my dad died, and I know the date. It's just like, to me, it's like somebody's birthday. It's just stuck with me. Yeah. I, I, I try to... Do you remember the month? Yeah, I, I, I think it was in January at some point. Um, it was cold out. I know. It was cold. Yeah. There was frost on the windshield. But what, what was fucked up is the that... nurse so, at the hospital had shorts on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Within, so here's, here's what With rubber up. duckies on him, but I don't remember what day it was. You know what I remember? I, I remember all the great things about my father. He had the most amazing sense of humor. He was on his fucking deathbed one time. He had, he had this heart attack, and, you know, throughout his... After 41, he had heart attacks all the way up to 67, right? Every so often. And um, he's on his, like, fucking deathbed. The nurse, Do you smoke? Weed? Well, smoker was he like? No, he wasn't a smoker. He no? was just kind of he was you know overweight, kind of okay. like like me. Um, and uh, but anyway, uh, so he's he's in the hospital and he's like <laughs> he's fucking dying. And the nurse comes in and says, "Hey, you know Dennis? That's my father's name. Dennis, your uh, your daughters are here. I have two sisters, uh, Elizabeth and and uh, Aaron." And he goes, it's "My sister's name is Aaron." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So uh, he said, "Hey, you know your daughters are here," and he's fucking dying. And he goes. Oh, Jeff and Jay? He's talking oh, about funny. me and... Yeah, he's still cracking fucking yeah, jokes funny. as he's dying. Uh, but that's the kind of personality that he was. I have pictures of him in the hospital. The doc's telling him, hey, listen, whatever you do, whenever you leave the hospital, you can't you know, you know, can't lift more than like 10 pounds. You can't strain your heart, obviously. You just had a heart attack. I have pictures of him high-kicking in the hallway in his fucking Johnny. Like, this fucking guy. He's so fucked up. He had some range? He had some range to him? Yeah. Well, he's a fat guy. Eye kicking in the, <laughs> in the hallway. But that's the way he lived his life, and uh, I, I love that part of it. So It's a good story. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to, You're to good. go off on, 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 on mine and shit, but uh, you were saying, so you're, you're going through this heavy time. It was a different time. Your mother ran through a, the neighbors. The yep. Yeah. Your father passed away. Your... So what was your your mentality at that point? Like, you must well, have... that was two weeks ago with Holy the dad. Shit. So my, I guess to circle back, the point was when we're in a good place in life, we can take mm. kind of the really bad shit that comes at us. Whereas to Josh's point about saying how when you were young and you lost like some friends, even though I lost people when I was younger, that didn't mean as much as my dad does right, to me. Right. Those were more devastating losses because my mind wasn't formed yet as an adult. Right. Life was so uncertain in so many ways. And then oh, you have a that, person yeah. that was, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I lost a lot of really good friends too. Well, you also, like, over the years, you get you get a little immune to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, now, you're when, you're, when you're 35, 40 years old, you've been through it. You know, mm. you know a lot of people that have passed away. At 16, man, you're not you're not supposed to it's lose to people it. that you love. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Not. At that age, so it was tough. But what you gonna do? Life is good. Work makes it really easy. Um, 
what the family makes do. it really shit. easy. You know, oh, it's interesting. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, yeah. to cut you off. I, I actually schedule text messages to my daughter every morning at 6.40 a.m. And the first thing is, good morning. Decide to have a good day today. Does Don't. she know they're scheduled? Or does she think you were just texting her every day out of love? Um, either way. Uh, I'm sure she doesn't know that they're scheduled. <laughs> she does now. But she might. Yeah. yeah she's, I hope, you know, she's watching this, whatever. Um, but... Uh, you know, and, and isn't that really what, what happiness is? It's it's a decision to be happy. Completely. I mean, everybody goes through the same bullshit. Mm. We really do. We, yeah. And it's we either step up. Altogether. It's kind of like, like be an adult or like, or just jump off a fucking bridge. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? It's Make like, it's like, you know, exactly. It's all about making the right decision to be happy and just being strong about stuff. Yeah. Completely. Just jump off a bridge. Well, I'm just saying that's, you know, the message is ultimately like toughen up. Or like you know, there's there's no other option. Are you a real like uh, tough love kind of person? Um, so I'm tough on myself. I don't think I'm necessarily tough on other individuals. I think I'm ultimately like caring and really empathetic to people. Um, when it comes to me, I'm my toughest critic. You know. Mm. Um, what do you mean? Explain that. Um, holding myself accountable with certain goals that I have, for example. I like what? what? What's a goal that you hold yourself accountable that you either met or you failed to meet? Um, weight loss and hitting an ideal weight. I mean, there's... You, you slimmed down over the last... You hit I lost, 40, lost 40 pounds. Yeah. 40 pounds. Um, there's a scale in my living room. So you can't go That's from, not bullish you or anything can't like go, that. You can't go to the bedroom, to the kitchen, unless you walk by the scale. So Is that how you know who you're going to bang? Good one, Josh. Good one. No, you can't walk to the bedroom without getting on the scale. That's not at all. That's not. No, it's good. It's good. Alarm set. No, no. Over one ten, it's like yeah. Rejects him. No, the door locks. No, I'm kidding. Um, but no, it's it's kind of like what you measure is what you reward, right? Right. So there's no supernatural. It's you know, it's hard work, it's discipline, and then it's the reinforcement of the goal. What is hard work? What is discipline? What are you talking about? Um, putting the hard and necessary time in on on days and times when you don't want to put the hard and necessary time in. But even to your point, like mm. on a bad day, like my dad died on a Friday and I was back at work that Monday. You know what I mean? I ended up taking a couple of days off after that Monday and Tuesday I worked. But ultimately, it's kind of like we said, you got to make that decision consciously on, hey, I can either do something that helps me right now or sets me back right now. And Man, I'm, what, I'm glad you said that. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And what's, and what's going to set me back are the easy things, meaning, oh, it's easy to be pissed off because my dad just died. Right, right. You know what yes. I mean? You know, and, and, and that's and, the huge difference. Be, oh, sorry, I mean to cut yeah. you off again. That's the huge difference between uh, success and failure uh, on the surface is you know, there's a lot of people out there that just – their whole lives, they make decisions based on how they feel, mm. right? Solely on how they feel. If they don't feel right, then they're just not doing it, blah, 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 blah. That's what separates personalities like yourself. Uh, and I'd say us also where, you know, you do things regardless of how you feel about it sometimes. The hard and necessary. Yeah. The hard and necessary. And that's where mental toughness comes in and, mm. and, and just being self-aware, you know. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. So continue no, what you're saying. that was it. Well said. That yeah. was the point. Yeah. I actually feel uh, sorry for people that, you know what, it's strange because I actually understand it because we're all 
we're all human and we're social beings. We we understand what it what it, what it's like to have emotions and feelings. So we understand when people are like that, they make decisions based on how they feel. We totally get it, but the reality is here in America in a capitalistic society in a very uh dog eat dog world, that's not how American life operates. It's it actually operates the exact opposite. Nobody really cares how you feel about anything mm. to some degree. Uh, you still have to do certain things, you know, and uh, you still have to go to work, regardless if you're, you know, your pops passes away or your mom or whoever. It's weird because you 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 actually expect comments? people. Uh, you you expect life to stop. Your world stopped, but in reality, everybody else's life exactly. Is just Shit forward. just keeps going. That's yeah. why this morning, even when I woke up, I was kind of like, mm. oh, you know. Um, Cause now it's two weeks and two days, and Sundays I don't know. Sundays just hit me a little bit different because yeah. I think the world, for me yeah. at least, slows down a little bit on a Sunday morning, and I can think a little bit more. So I was driving today, and I was kind of like, I was thinking about my dad, and I was like, oh, you know, this is two weeks and two days. And I was, I was like, this is probably one of the nicer days weather-wise right. that I experienced Excuse early me. in the mornings. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, look at all this love we missed. Shit can be going bad. Shit can be going bad. <laughs> Look at J Carpinelli. Johnny, my dude. What'd Mike Hans say? Jamile Hollywood. Breaking Bad is better the first time. Sopranos is good. Jamile, man. That's my dude, bro. I miss Jamile, I miss you, guy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Uh, it, death and actually emotions in general are just hard to deal with. I, I always used to say that, you know, emotions get in the way of, of logical thinking and you know, there, there's extremes. You don't want to be one. You don't want. You don't want to base your whole life on how you feel. But the other at, end of the spectrum of that is you don't want to be fucking numb and numb to how people feel. Yes, because you yeah. know that's also extreme. Miss but. you too, big boy. Says I miss you, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways. 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 Let's change this. Uh, well, enough about <laughs> death and all this sad shit. Let's talk about some bitches. Yes. <laughs> Bitches. Hey, my girl left, right? All right, good. No, she's not your <laughs> shirt guy. <laughs> what about some bitches? I'll be back around soon. All right. That's the meaning. Let's not we call had, them um, bitches. Let's call them women. People. So gay. People. It's <laughs> <laughs> so gay. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, my man, um, we're going to play a little fun game of full disclaimer. For myself, anyways, this is just for fun. I would not actually do this in real life because I'm a taken man. <laughs> so don't worry, babe. No, I'm kidding. Um, we're going to play Smash or Pass, the first annual segment on the weekly podcast. I'm excited Smash about this. Pass. Smash Pass. Wow, you already got a list for us? Yeah. Oh, wow. Brandon put together a list. Let's go. Let's go. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to go same time. We all answer same time, or should we go in order? Uh, I don't know. We should say the word, and then one word on why we said that word. Okay, then we, I, I like going in order, then. We'll start yes. with you. Okay. You're, you're, so then we'll, go, we'll just go this way? Yeah, clockwise. Yeah. All right. Smash. So this is one word now. That's a lot of words. <laughs> Womanizer. Uh, 
pass eyeliner. <laughs> Smash Mickey Mouse Club. Good one. That's a good one. <laughs> that's actually a good one. That's a legit one. That's a bad picture of her. It is. You know, I almost, said, I like almost said pass chap lips. Like, <laughs> right. Poor thing, man. That's actually uh like yeah. That is a bad picture. You guys ready? Jay, you're up. Ready, baby. Let's go. No, no, no. You go first. You go first. Pass. Pass. Oh, go ahead. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's not my type. Okay. Just not That's not type. one word, but. I know. You could have just said black. Just not. No. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm kidding, bro. All right. Uh, pass. Sapiosexual. Smash, rich. All right. Pass. No, smash. Um, the movie she was in. I'm trying to think of the movie. Um, with Baby Boy. God, I can't think of it. But the movie she was in. It's Megan Good. Is mm -hmm. that Megan Good? You're not talking about Biker Boys. Nope, different okay. one. Okay. But she was in Biker Boys. Different black eye brandy. Yep. Nice uh, try though. <laughs> All right, Jay, what you got? Smash. Because I'm desperate. <laughs> no, wow. I smash all day. Smash? Yo, yeah. Cousin Skeeter. Oh, yeah. You remember? That. All right. <laughs> Is that Brandon? It's a good picture. <laughs> You're up first. Um, Smash, love. Smash jeans. Smash yams. It's a really good picture of him. <laughs> Fucking Brandon Pavlock. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a great picture. I hope he's watching. <laughs> Pass. Scary. Pass. Cousin. <laughs> Smash. Sideways. <laughs> oh. uh, yes. Uh... All right. All right. <laughs> What's the next one? <laughs> so this is Princess. Yeah. Peach. Smash. <laughs> Smash Bros. Mario Brothers. That's what. That's the. No, it's, it's about Yo, it's about the princess. Just, <laughs> just the fact that you said Smash. <laughs> that's good. Good. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> pass. Um, cartoon. What the fuck? <laughs> Pass. Bangs. Yeah, her bangs are fucked up. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Pass. Saggy. <laughs> I like her too. I think she's talented. That's a that's a pass. Is pass. that a real cover? Yep. That's mm -hmm. cool. That's real. What'd you say, Jay? Oh, pass. Definitely pass. Um, silver. We got to talk about this when, he, when Josh is done. Yeah? Yeah. What the hell are they doing? Pass. Criminal. Why would they do that? What's up with the swimsuit? I can't believe that's real. They figured that she this was a is sex... The, uh, but this isn't this. This isn't the 2023 issue, that's right? That's the newest issue. Uh, that's, uh, that's the latest. What? That's like last week. Wow. Man, they're getting desperate, aren't they? 
there's almost like that's like that makes you think, you know? No. Like what the hell are they thinking? Wow, that's crazy. Hey, whatever, good for her. Bad for us. Yeah. Is that it? That was the last one. You ended it on that one, bro. <laughs> Does anybody disagree or agree with us in our in our judgment here? Oh, all right. Bring Let's up the comments. Get this. Get that off my screen. Jesus. That was an interesting cartoon that you found, bro. I wanted to see like Jessica Rabbit up there. Someone, hey, see. Jessica Rabbit, smashing all day. Hundred percent. Waist deep, he was right. Oh, it was waist was... deep. Wow, bro. Jamal <laughs> coming through with <laughs> yep, the movie. Jamal knows. Yep. Well, no, that's that's Jamal's nickname when he bangs chicks. Uh, waist he gets deep. Waist waist deep. deep. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Jay started picturing it. Yo. Oh, man. Oh, mustache is itchy. That was cool. It was an interesting segment. Do you drink? I got another one of these. You drinking this or what? No, no, go ahead. Drink that. Oh, thank God, because <clears throat> I felt bad saying no. So you train, you you instruct at work, yep. you you're an author, you're yep. your creative mind, mm. um, you're a content creator. Yep. What else? You 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 have this. Is again, that not this, enough? This bit, no, <laughs> you're not I'm, entertained. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there's more. I'm sure there's more that we haven't even dived into. That's really the focus. The focus right now should be um, should be the career. Where do you the, stand um, politically? Are you left leaning, uh, right leaning? Uh, why do you no, do this every I'm, week? Uh, Nobody uh, gives a shit. I'm right in the middle, man. Yeah, there's, there's both sides that I, you know, there's there's some things on on both sides that are kind of, you know, that I agree with, and then on both sides I don't agree with. It's so tough to say. What do you give us? Uh, I don't. You, you, hey, surprisingly enough, and ironically, a lot of people believe that I'm just like solely like right leaning. But you I'm not. Are. There's uh, there's certain things that I actually ag agree with, uh, maybe with the old school liberal mindset and thought. Like I, I do believe in peace and love and mm. yada yada yada. Um, the way they go about it, yeah, well, that's a different. The 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 liberals today I, are not the the same as as back in the day. But um, like the Ralph Nader liberals. <clears throat> well, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Well, like the hippies. It? Yeah, you know. The OG liberals, yeah. peace, love. My mom was a hippie. Yeah, our, my parents were hippies too back in the day. Smoked a lot of weed. She was a lead singer of a band called Fresh Garbage. Stop. Fresh Garbage, yep. I like it. Can we pull up any clips? Oh, Probably God, not on YouTube no. then. <laughs> no. Oh, what are you drinking, you poor there was no bitch? Clips back then. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> this gross Diet Coke label. <laughs> he said it looked like what, it's been sitting in a smoky room. <laughs> a, bowl, a bowling <laughs> alley. <laughs> second a bowling, a bowling alley. <laughs> Does anybody go bowling anymore? Is that a thing? Does that, yeah, of course, bro. Yeah? I mean, Andrew I like Georgia is in a bowling league. Yeah, but he's old. My boy Danny is in a bowling league also. He's not really old. Andrew, has his, own, Andrew has his own bowling ball. Yeah? How old yeah. is Andrew? Uh, 32? I think so. Yeah, Let's anything ask love him. him. Want me to ask him? Anything past 30, I, you know, it's not, you know. How old are you? 39. Yeah, man. That's uh I'm up there, man. Yeah, you are. But you I'm you, you look good for your age. You don't Thank look 39. You, I appreciate that. I would never You look good for any age to be honest with you, bro. Thank you. I appreciate it. Right, relax. That. Keep it in your pants, guy. Too late. Ready out. 
See, I already see. I know what my man's gonna Nerdy say. Out. I'll put. I'll put <laughs> twenty that he answers. You calling him on speaker? I put twenty that he answers. Yeah. Let's see what he says. Yeah. Isn't that cool? He'll answer. Hello. Wow. Look at hey, that. buddy. Hey. Hey. Right, what's up? Just, you're live. You're live <laughs> with J two. Hey, Everybody hey, says hi. Oh, fuck, dude. I forgot it was Sunday. I'm sorry. Turn bro. it up a little bit. No, I forgot it was what Sunday. That's my fault. Might I, be I, my, I forgot it was like. You know how to do my it? My brain's. Huh? No, nah, I'm talking to our tech guy. I'm trying to turn your volume up a little. Tech guy? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Tech I, guy have a name? Jamie. Brandon, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, hey, how old are you? Wait, hold on. Before you say anything, let's put a, a friendly wager. Okay, I'll bet $100 he's 32. Oh, fuck. You already you know him too well. <laughs> Never mind. No. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming 32. I might be wrong. Nah, you, you're too I'll close. Be, I'll be 34 in August. Oh, see? I was wrong. Wow. I was wrong. Damn. I should have taken you over. You should have. Yeah, you said my that AARP so confidently. card is in the mail. Yeah. My, my AARP card's in the mail, bro. Can't wait. We got, um, we got the one and only Johnny Hall with us today, man. Jonathan Michael Hollywood. Let's how go. <laughs> hey, how many copies of his book has have you purchased? One. Uh, yeah, it, was, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a purchase. It was a gift. I gave. I gave him a sign. He doesn't copy. even have kids. He's a fan. Hey, Andrew, how come you don't have kids? Um, they're expensive. <laughs> Where's Come Alicia? On. Is Alicia around? I'm on my way back to the house. I'm about to be uh, okay. home in a few minutes. All right, give her my love. We're going to let you go, though. Back to the cast. Later, bro. All right, back love to you. the Later, cast, brother. boys. Have fun. Bye. Love you, buddy. That's cool, huh? <laughs> That's a cool feature. He's we a good guy. I, I knew he was going to pick up. This, He's uh, a good dude. This is the first week we were actually able to use that with us hearing the guest. Yes. Headphones. It's incredible they can come in like that. It was awesome. It is pretty cool. John, I really feel like here at the podcast, we're recording, we're talking. Your personality is a lot, uh, it's not being very, you know, displayed much. Nah, he's Well, I can, apologize He's, he's for a that. bit tame, right? You don't have to apologize. Yeah, tame is, is, I think, a, 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 an understatement. Um, Whoa. Whoa. Why is that? Are you, are you, no, I don't. It's not that we want you to do, but I mean. Uh, like, Just here talking, baby. Dance for me, boy. Dance for hold me, on. boy. This, wait, hold on. <laughs> This guy walks through our yes. This guy walks through our office. He has a speaker on him. He's playing house music. Doom, doom, doom. And if you asked him, hey Johnny, he's gonna, he's gonna do a little dance for us. He would do it. He would do it. Shirt on, cheetah shirt. Yep. Yeah. um, There were a few requests to do this episode shirtless. You're against that? Yeah. Totally shirtless. All right. So like, on a scale of one to totally against it, are you open to it at all, or just it's not happening? I mean, I don't know, man. Who requested it? Me. Did you? <laughs> That's a little weird. A little weird. A little weird. Yeah. Who did I tell? I think I told Wesley, and he's like, yo, you'll go viral if it happens. I don't know about that. Yeah. We tried with you and Kevin Tay. Neither of you want to do it. Hey, you and Kevin Tay have to do a... Dude, imagine if you had the abs he had. I would never wear a shirt. I do. They're just underneath, like, four inches of fat. Relaxed muscle. Relaxed muscle, yes. I would never wear a shirt. I would pick up my kids from school shirtless. So, here's the... I would actually ride a horse through my neighborhood... Without a shirt. To to get those things, I'd though, find a hawk and ride the hawk through your neighborhood shirtless. With an American flag in my left hand. <laughs> a MAGA hat on. 
Just just Speedo in a MAGA hat, bro. A on a all on an an eagle at that point, a bald eagle. An American flag Speedo. <laughs> <laughs> what movie was that in where the guy wore an American flag Speedo? I don't know. Wait, what? what movie was it? Problem Child? Was it Problem Child too? Bambi? <laughs> oh, shit. Pete's Dragon? Pete's Dragon. <laughs> Damn, I miss Trump, man. I miss him so much. He's so fucking like, hilarious. Dude, I was, who, what comedian was I watching the other day? And it was like, listen, even if you didn't vote for him or support him, bro, the content that we got every day with him as president was just like, like one of your boys would text you in the morning. You just wake up and you're like, bro, put the news on. Trump's fucking making fun of retards. You're like, no way our president's doing that. You look at the TV, there he is, bro. <laughs> you're like, wow, he is. Next day, bro, Trump's throwing fucking paper towels at all the Puerto Ricans. Put on the news, you're like, no way he's doing that. That was great. There he is, that bro. was great Come when the, no, I, the hurricane. Know, I, Can we pull that up? Bro, I, I thought it was hilarious when, when uh, Megan, oh, was it Megan Kelly? Watch. Uh, asking him, he like, you know, you call you call women fat slobs and da 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 da, and he goes, no, only Rosie O'Donnell. No. Oh, bro, I fucking started no. dying. <laughs> What's the other clip he has? They're like, why do you keep referring to it as the Chinese virus? Because it's, it's from, from China. China. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard him say Puerto Rico? He's Puerto Rico. <laughs> Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. He does it's say from, that but shit. it's like. Puerto Rico. <laughs> the best part is like the way he inserts it in a sentence because he's talking normally, yes. just speaking American, and then he's like, "Yeah, me and my friends went to Puerto Rico." Hey, play this. Hold on, let's listen to this. This is fucking hilarious. I'm also praying for the people of Puerto Rico. <laughs> Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. And we also love Puerto Rico. <laughs> It's fucked up, man. Dude, you know what I mean? It was just like, forget. Hey, how about China? Throw we should just elect a legit president, but let Trump be the spokesperson for him. Like, let him come deliver all of the ideas in so his funny. way. <laughs> just miss him, bro. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of violence. He's loading it up to say Chinese it too. Americans I can't in wait. this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? A lot of people say it's China. racist. It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. It comes from China. I want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. Please. I have a great, I have great love uh, for all of the people from our country. But uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe they stopped now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Uh, it comes from China. You think if uh, China. if COVID never happened, he would have been reelected? No, I think he would have. No, I, I I think that there's actually other people that oh, control. Go, go back for a sec. Who gets elected and who doesn't? To the no no to the YouTube YouTube page. So scroll down, see those two the two chicks right there. Yeah. They're um they're down to come on. By the way, I don't know if you guys have ever checked their podcast. It's pretty I have, cool though. I, I have checked out. I enjoy. It. I like how they do it. They do it in these quick little segments. Yep. Um, I can't hear it. For the season. I cannot believe you don't have to play the whole thing, it. but it's like they got these little hot takes, you know what I mean? Like on men, gender roles, and um, 
It definitely and, seems like they hate men. Or they, I feel like our trials, they feminists? keep running into the wrong men. Um, the I don't know if they're feminists. I, I've only seen some of their content. They've never said I'm feminist. I'm not trying to. Too many opinions. Are you guys feminists? That's a, no. The girls, what are their names? I think one of them is uh, Sarah. And the other one is Ginny, maybe. <clears throat> She's sending it in a message. I was trying you know, to I can appreciate the whole <clears throat> conversation of women that tap into their masculine energy and da 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 da. I, I get it. Hey, want to fuck? No, not that kind of energy. <laughs> <laughs> masculine energy. Come here, big boy. When they're on the defensive and they feel like they got to fight, you know, that's a masculine. They hog slap you. They hog slap you on cam. <laughs> hey, talking to the mic, bro. Oh, you can't hear when me. you when you look this way, you're like. I wanna. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get Jay like the headset mic that just stays with him always. Look like a fucking like college Burger, coach, Burger King. like an NFL like coach. Fucking Jay. Wow. Wow. I try to give you some yeah. dignity. He's like a Burger, Burger King, King employee. <laughs> I'm like, like Bill Jackson. Belichick. Like, like, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Control. <laughs> like you didn't realize I created that note, huh? Uh, I know you can hit whatever you want. You know what I like about Burger King? I was a Burger King. Um, a couple of days ago, and they go. You eat Burger King? I you don't eat I Burger swear King. To God, I swear to God, you look like you haven't eaten Burger King. In I years. walked into a McDonald's a couple of weeks you don't ago, eat McDonald's. or as my Spanish people say, Madonna. McDonald's. Mm, McDonald's. Um, Madonna. I walked into a McDonald's because the drive-through line was so long. And, See, I'm, I'm, and I'm walking into the McDonald's, and all the people in line lazy, yeah. are like looking at me walking into the McDonald's because people would think that be like, oh, the guys, and you know pretty good shape and he probably doesn't need that i love that shit that's why i work out so they're much like, what's that the owner i love it yeah they're like what's this guy doing um but what i like about burger king when you roll up to a burger king drive through now they're like welcome to burger king where you rule and i'm like all right that's pretty good do you capitalize off that no i, mean, is that I just, just makes it just, it's a sign of empowerment like, i feel good yeah, about you're it like you yelling rule. into the mic the ruler. The ruler. yes <laughs> the ruler of the burger lane <laughs> They oh, I get it, because the, well, the word king is in yes, Burger King. What would they say McDonald's? Rule. I don't know. Welcome, Welcome to McDonald's, because you have it your way. You're trained. You, you should have somebody you announce you as you walk, get, you know, you approach <laughs> the menu. Uh, not How about the menu, when I'm, I got this window. idiot, right, he's shadowing me, bro. When he's like, second week in the company, he's shadowing me. We show up to a customer's house. I knock on the door, say my shit. They open the door. He goes... Joshua Pilate. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> like, well, the the did they like it? No, bro. They're like, what? I was like, I don't know why he did that. <laughs> second day or second bro. week? I don't know. Well, he actually, like, people don't know this. I don't know if I'll get in trouble for this, but he kind of shadowed me, like, incognito a few months before he even started. You remember that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. You know? Which was, which was crazy because I was trying to talk him into coming to work for us forever. One day, I'm just like, bro, do me a favor. Just take a full, like, day or two days off. And ride with me. Like, you'll see what my day-to-day -day is, so you know I'm not full of shit. And then what do we do? We went to three houses, yep. closed two deals, yep. and he's mm -hmm. like, all right, this might not be so bad. Two weeks later, he's like, legit. He's like, man, he's... What did you do now. before this? I was actually... So my position was a quality manager. I was uh, in charge of the QC uh, for building major <laughs> projects for some pretty big customers, Universal Studios, uh, the government, the Navy... Um, we were at that time, we were actually replacing the fleet vehicles in the Jurassic World uh, theme park ride down in Universal Studios. That's what we were creating, right? And I was in charge of all the QC for that, all the quality control, make sure everything was up Quick to time. measurement and blah, 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 blah. Um, but I'm a 20 year veteran machinist. Uh, 
almost 20 years. You know how to use a CDC machine? Uh, A CNC machine? Yes, CNC. What's Um, that? That's a computer numerical control. That's uh, it's more automation uh, than, let's say, for instance, uh, if we look at something. So this thing right here, I'm going to show you this. This, <laughs> this, this is, hey, this is, this is why I left that career field. <laughs> this, this is actually why I left that career field. So this thing right here, right, obviously has to be, has to be made by something. Um, I, I could tell you exactly how that's made. No, I just threw it on the ground. I can tell you exactly how that's made. We used to cut things out of metal, um, you know, precision machining, like, you know, down to, uh, your, let's, let's say a piece of your hair is three thousandths of an inch. Uh, we're talking about even millionths of an inch accurate. So oh, I mean, nice. yeah, we're talking about like your dick, real, real precision. How long did you do that? For about years. 17, 18 years. And I started out as a janitor, kind of worked my way up. Um, but <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's. It's hey, weird. That, that doesn't. <laughs> that does, what do you want to fucking climb under the desk, bro? Yeah. You started out as a janitor. Janitor, it, uh, that doesn't seem like an entry level role. It just seems separate. You know what I mean? It yeah. is like separate. Ma- <laughs> imagine imagine working do? at the we, White House. You're like, I started stuff, as a janitor. And then you were like, hey, do you want to take the next step? How well, that's that how, how that's actually how unions work. Like, um, so I was I, my first introductory. I worked as a janitor in a machine shop, and in unions, you you bid on jobs and you kind of work. Your they way were short staffed, so. and the dude was like, "Hey, can you come cover my machine for a bit?" Yeah. You're like, "Hey, uh, you can clean a toilet very well. Do you want a coming of age? You want to machine this part for us?" <laughs> Man, you're at, you're at the, you work at the White House. You're like, "I started as a janitor. One now day, some dude yeah. gave me a gun." Yeah, exactly. Oh shit! But um, uh, you know, it's a it's a pretty interesting job if you're if you're into working with your hands. You know, carpentry. It's a skilled you know labor job. Nope. Fortunately, Josh was, con- you know, trying to tell me, hey, listen, fuck your job, blah, blah, blah. For a long time, I kind of, you know, I was like, dude. hey, listen, I can't. I'm at the peak of, you know, I just put in fucking 16, 17 years. They lowballed me in a promotion. Well, I, here's I, the thing. I, I drove al- you even know, I if they, along with Even if they highballed you, uh, you, know, you wouldn't have been doing right. as well as you are a- now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and uh, that's when I walked out. I literally went up to the CEO's office. I said, hey, listen, I'm leaving today. Uh, I didn't even give him a two week. I, Fuck a two week. I walked notice, off, bro. and it was. I just, don't. I don't understand two week notices. Because if they were gonna fire you, they weren't. They wouldn't say, "Hey Jay, we're letting yeah. you go. We're gonna let you work the next two weeks." Though. Well, here I, I'll, t- I'll actually explain it to you, and it's fucked up because this is how they got you. So if you're in a career like that, you're dependent on your previous employer for re- uh, references and. You don't want to leave on bad terms. Right. Because, oh, right. you know, That's why I get yes. it. I get you know it. So you're nice. actually sacrificing even more, uh, you know, even when you leave a job. Which has always been the standard. one of my favorite things about sales, right? When you're an expert and you're a professional salesperson, yeah. you will always be okay. Right, because you could. You will always be okay. It doesn't matter what the product is. It doesn't, do it doesn't matter necessary. what the product is. It doesn't matter what happened at the end of the day. You're able to go and create your own income. It's really what it comes down to. That's very true. You know, very true. And um, I, I, actually, I I regret the fact that as a younger uh, teenage man that I did not, you know, pursue a sales career. I, I would have, you know. Well, yeah. you kind of you're a natural at it. You know, what I mean, that's why I always knew it'd be a good fit because I didn't try to recruit every friend that I had 
to do this, where I know a lot of people, you know, just say, come on, come on, you know, they give me whatever. You're trying to, like, build a pipeline. That was never the goal because that's not even how our system works mm. um, at Smart Green. It's just I've known this guy forever, you know what I mean? And, like, we did the podcast together. He's very personable. You know, like, he has no issues talking to strangers. We're out. He's just, I mean, he gets rejected all the time, so he's good. Just everything just, right. he's a great salesperson, you know, just by default. And uh, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad you made the jump because I think it was the right play. Yeah, and I've, I've always said it. I said it, you know, I always give uh, Josh his flowers. Because, I don't need uh, flowers, bro. Really what it came down to is that fucking machine job you got kind of ruined the podcast. And I'm like, well, I know if he comes back to Smart Green, he'll have some flexibility. We can start it back up. Yeah. I didn't really care if you did well or not. I just wanted to start this back up. There's nothing like it. <laughs> like You being successful is just a cherry on top. As far as doing something like that for so long, and then when it's over and you do something like this, is it ultimately you must feel amazing that you made the right choice? Are you fucking kidding me? I said it. Success, you know, like, so our CEO sat in your chair, and I uh, and I looked at him and I said, you know what? I, I maybe he doesn't even appreciate it in the sense because he's just always been Jay, right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't. Maybe he doesn't realize that people in in let's say my career line. This culture does not exist. It's a fucking unicorn. It's a fairy tale that we read about. Mm. It's a uh, something that you read in leadership books. Yeah, it's a nice. uh, you know stuff. You it's content you see on YouTube. You because in the machining world and manufacturing, when you're there, is still stuck in the 1950s. Like Ooh. shut up in color. I'm the boss. You're the worker. Shut the fuck up. I don't give a fuck what you think or what you say. You know it's just. 1950s style. You're going to work. You live by the bell. The fucking buzzer goes off. That's when you eat lunch. You got a half an hour. That's Oof. when you go back to work. Burn. Uh, Burn. You know, that you kind know of thing. Yeah. You know what's crazy is right now, so the way my workday is set up, there's nobody that tells me when I can and can't take lunch. Exactly. If I was on that setup, I would be praying until it was lunchtime. Yeah. Anyway, or you know, and you try to savor every minute. Now with nobody telling me, bro, most of the days You're I forget to eat it. lunch. Just forget, bro. Yeah. And it's like I could go and take a one, two hour lunch. Nobody would say shit. But it's like when you feel like there's value and purpose in what you do. You're not dreading every minute trying to get a break from it. You know what I mean? Yep. Exactly. And I feel like, dude, that's a lot of those industrial jobs, man. That's that's Oof. how it can feel. It's tough because for that eight hours or eight to twelve hours that you're working. You're standing there. Same monitor. Place, same yes. place. Oof. So, like, there's no chairs. You don't sit down. You, you know, our bodies are not designed to just stand still. Well, it's, We're designed it's better, to walk. Yeah, it's We're better than sitting, though. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, well, from a, a rest, bas uh, rest aspect, think about that, that you're just standing there and, Yeah, I'd know, rather I'd rather be sitting at a desk than standing in a for machine. For comfortability-wise, yeah. but probably for your overall health, you know, it's probably better if you have to stand all day than sit all day. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you know, yeah. it's tough work. It's very unappreciated uh, tough work. And when I say appreciated, uh, I mean from uh, your supervisors, not necessarily from, you know, what you do. The well, that's because that, in that, in that, maybe not the entire <laughs> industry, but that organization, there are no leaders there. There are just bosses no. and managers. And, and, you know? I, and listen, Where, I, like, I ours done... is the opposite. We don't really have managers. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. We just have fucking leaders. You take somebody like me that's uh, that has this, like, let's say, innate skill to talk to people and whatever that I don't even recognize. I haven't tapped into that potential. I have immigrant uh, parents that always taught me security. You need that check every, every week. 
you know, uh, it's about survivability. Uh, you take that and you put me in an environment like Smart Green where, bro, it's like night and fucking day. It's like, whoa, mm. what did I just, what am I encountering right now? What am did, I dreaming? Yeah. like Somebody hog slapped me. Where, uh, just to give you an idea, so you go from uh, the CEO of a company who doesn't know your fucking name, doesn't even give a flying fuck who you are, what when you take off, when uh, they don't give off, they have no idea who you are, right? That's in manufacturing. Right. To, man, I'm having a bad fucking couple weeks. I got the CEO calling me and saying, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, get your shit together. You're a winner. Yep. Mm -hmm. He's awesome for that. And what does he always say? Are you say? fucking kidding yeah, me? Awesome. Like, what does he always say to everybody? That no, no CEO, no boss has ever said to you. It's something that's reserved for your family. Something that's reserved for your kids. He says, I love you to mm -hmm. every single person, bro. And he means it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, he'll say that, dude. He says it to everybody. He's like, listen, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, I'm bro. saying this out of love. You know? That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's cool to work for. You ever seen like, anybody get hurt? hurt? At the job? You yeah. Oh, yeah. fall over into a machine? Uh, not that serious. He's like, I saw somebody cut up into one millionth of a million <laughs> millimeter pieces. <laughs> I've seen people shave off fucking uh, you know, fingers down to their knuckle. Uh, all kinds of shit. You, you're talking about a machine that's spinning at, uh, you know, 20,000 RPMs. Uh, you know, if you, if you get a piece of clothing caught in there, that machine's not stopping. You're just going to get wrapped up. Did they show you any safety videos of people with stuff nah, like that happening? Like no, that no, no. Crazy. But I, I, have I seen them? Yes. Yes. People literally, like, bodies, half of bodies slumped up against machine because their top half, uh, something was, a jewelry was caught, a bracelet caught up in the machine and that thing's not stopping it's just it's gonna turn so it's got to cut through metal you know what i mean so you saw half of a body yes a slumped dead up against bo dead yes, body yes, half. yes yes wow that's crazy yes. <laughs> you're sick fuck bro you're way too he's excited like, i like no, that no i didn't know like, no, like, like, no. like, no. <laughs> i didn't think you would see something like that like yeah, some faces yeah, yeah, of yeah, death yeah, yeah. shit oh no no not not in real like oh, i'm talking about videos oh, videos no. of of it actually happening no 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 not you saw this at the factory it's like yeah when i was a janitor when i was a janitor to go clean it up i had to clean half of the that's whose job i got that's whose job i got I had to clean up half the guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking blood. Go, Jay's everywhere. over there with a mop. Like, so is there an opening or what? <laughs> like, we need, to re re we need to re revisit our safety policy. <laughs> oh shit! Quality control. Yeah, um, that was a pretty interesting job, though. I mean, as far as dealing with that kind of customer and what you, customer did you deal with? Universal Studios. You dealt with them or no? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a big, 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 big customer. Uh, dealing with carbon fiber and um, the guys that were working with us at the time, they're so fucking, they're skilled carpenters, um, you know, uh, machinists. One of my just best friends is the best painters, carpenter in New England. Like the like the best painters in the world. Like, And it's weird because- Did you, you ever see the Jurassic Park ride that you worked on? Like, yes. Did you ever ride it? No, I never wrote it. But the, yeah, yes, I, I did see the ride. Uh, Universal used to come to the to the factory all the time and- Make sure that you know there wasn't was half the, dead guys yeah, in the wrapped up in the machines. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna fail inspection. Oh, I love the bloody artwork, dude. Yeah. No, 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 that's an accident. <laughs> but what's fucked up, you know, it's it's all those things that the average person actually takes for granted. Uh, I, I was not too long ago. Maybe Brandon, you can look this up. There was a seventeen-year-old uh, kid that fell out of a ride 
you you know it's one of those things where it brought you up and then dropped you. Okay. Yeah, he fell out of a ride because the he was too big. The you know the, the shoulder strap or something like that wasn't fastened, and um, it kind of you know it, it brings kind of importance to uh, you know w- what we did that everything had to be right. But because if you if things aren't right, people can fucking die. And that shit's scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was it. That was a 14 year old. That was that kid. Tyree Sampson, who plunged to his death here almost a month ago. That's just so sad that that happened to him. A preliminary investigation death. now shows <laughs> Sampson's seat was not secure, saying 27 of the ride's 30 seats had harnesses that closed down over the shoulders to a rider's waist, yeah. leaving a 3.33 inch space. But the adjusted seat where Tyree Sampson was directed had a gap more than twice that, 7.19 inches. A bystander recorded Samson slipping under the restraint as the 400 oh my God. free fall abruptly stopped from 75 miles per hour Could you imagine? Only 14 years old, oh. Samson was big, six foot two, 383 pounds. Old, State officials say the that ride sucks, is designed yeah. for God, you're like taking your family to have just a beautiful, fun memory. It kind of goes so back to what we were talking about earlier, too. Like, you know, uh, shit just, just happens at a, in a split second at the least, uh, you know, when you least expect it. You're having a good time and just shit just happened. But anyway, um, that was part of the big safety aspect of making sure that these rides, these ride vehicles were to code and... You know, there's all these things considered that the average person doesn't think of when they go to Universal Studios or whatever. They're just like, all right, yeah, I'm just going to ride this yep, ride me, and have fun. Let me trust That's the so process. Crazy. Yeah, you don't want it to... You, uh, so that ride vehicle was also it was a roller coaster slash boat. It used to go into water and you'd float for a little bit and then get back on the tracks and kind of ride through the ride. There's all this, like, science and physics that it's all... So you would you be know. in charge of this? Yeah. Man. Yeah, bro. He just fucking... His machine cut the screws. Okay, that's screw that's very involved. I'm I'm proud of you. It's no, it's ve- involved is not the word. That's actually an understatement to how actually how many regulations that you have to abide by and like you know it's all it's very very kind of dry and boring bullshit. It's like a bunch of science analytical <sighs> shit. Yeah, hey, that's why a, I left it. On a more <laughs> exciting note, how about a fucking uh, how about my man Young Caesar just broke the company record. Ninth sale. Wow. He's got his ninth sale, yeah. And he's still, this kid had eight yesterday, and he's calling me on Saturday, like, hey, man, I'm working tomorrow on Sunday. Load me up. With eight already, bro. Caesar. Wow, he's awesome. He's still got got another one scheduled tonight. Maybe, I think two, actually. I told him to get double digits, bro. Double digits, you got to do it. Did they hit the Celtics game? Uh, We need a few more. We still, it's still possible. It's gonna be tough though. That would be cool. Yeah. Right after this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I don't know, try something. <laughs> try <laughs> something. <laughs> but no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, man. I've been fucking, you know, talking to him all week, bro. It's like he had five early in the week. I'm like, bro, Shavoni's record is eight. He's like, oh, trust, we're crushing that this week. And he nah, just, he was just week. dead set focused on breaking that record always. Yo, and he so just made it official. There's got to be something that Caesar is doing. That I can I can I can tell you. What I can is it? tell what I'm, is... I'm gonna be honest with you. Yes, you all please. Have, you all have the same process, right? Yeah. There's a the biggest difference I noticed with him, man, is he's just hustling, bro. All of his time is spent on hustling, getting to the house, closing the job. He's not looking at the house on Google beforehand, trying to quote unquote prepare 
and complain about shading or saying, can you confirm before I go? It's a long ride. But he's just fucking going, bro. He's going. He's knocking on the door. And if the customer's like, no, I didn't have time. I only had 10 minutes. He's not bitching about it. He's not mm. saying, I don't have any sits. All that. He's saying, okay, no worries. Listen, John, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I have kids. It's crazy. At the end of the day, remember, you're going to be saving a ton of money. If you don't have 45 minutes now, what's your Thursday look like? You know what I mean? He's getting, he's turning those, if he sits, into real sits. And he's just going, mm. going, going, bro. Always going. That's it. It's but, just hustling. But drive. there's a, definitely a definitive skill of closing a deal. So, like, let's just the, say. Yeah, but he's, the top, the top eight closers, yeah. those are all interchangeable amongst all of you. The, di the difference yeah. is the drive I mean, is and the ethics, bro. The discipline to go, you know what I'm saying? Is the that discipline. Yeah. That's all that, that's fucking bro, that's the biggest difference. Mm -hmm. The guy just works seven days this week. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? He's not taking time off. What he's yeah, doing. Yeah, but even is, when he doesn't he, work seven days, he still crushes. On. Yeah. Well, crushes like, you know, if he works half a week, he'll do four. Right. Yeah. yeah. But so, I'm I'm telling you, I'm telking you the difference, bro. I talked to all all the clothes I talk to now, especially like so intimately, which yeah, I yeah, love, yeah. bro. And that's it, man. You know what I mean? Some guys are fucking sending me screenshots of how am I supposed to close this one? There's two trees around, or the blah, blah. I'm like, dude, if that's what you're worried about, bro, like you're you're wasting your energy. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what he does, bro. He just hustles. He's got discipline. He goes. Text me at nine o'clock, fucking like, hey man, yeah, I'm gonna go light on the wine tonight. Trying to have a big day tomorrow. Load me up. Don't care where it is. Just load me up. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, that's a great mentality. Man. He deserves. That's it, it man. That's he it. Deserves it. So where is he at right now? He's right now, he's got nine, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. fucking crazy, Caesar, bro. My <laughs> thing is, if you have nine, too, I bet you none of those even cancel either. Why would they? That's I what mean, I'm our, saying. Our, our cancel rate is crazy high anyway. Meaning not even, low, not even, I'm not low. trying to. Meaning no, low. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not low. trying to, yeah, low. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. I think that's just a testament to the company and all the back-end support all the customers get. They sign, they go in. My man. That's big, bro. Yeah, that's <laughs> huge. Big. That's like. It makes me wonder because, like, I, I, you know, I'm semi-competitive, and I'm just like, maybe that's the problem. Maybe I'm only semi-competitive. That I can tell you right yeah. now, that is the that problem. Is, yeah, he you know, again, he's like fucking at uh, no lying, point, bro. He's, he's fully competitive. At no yeah. point did you come into this week saying nothing is stopping me from beating the record, right? And that's yeah, how he opened right. his eyes Monday. You know what I mean? It's not like a, and again, bro, listen, I'm not even, I'm not dogging people that if that's not your goal, it does because it doesn't have to be. You know, like if you're if you want to come in and make four, and that's your goal, then that's your goal. You know, enjoy everything else you have going on. It's cool. Mm. But if you want to ask, like, you know, I'm coming to you right now as my boy, as because I love you. About to put me on blast, bro. Well, if, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to because you asked. Right you're saying, what is he doing differently? Yeah. Right. He's not saying can't cover that job. I'm already out to dinner over here. Yeah. And it, it, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like from his his mindset. Yeah. Is from X to X. I'm zoned in and focused. I'm not doing shit else. He doesn't have. The, he doesn't even have right. the plans to begin with. You know what I mean? Because I'm not saying you should have left fucking what you were doing, but right. it's like it's those little things where it's like if you look at it like these are the hours I'm working, then you're gonna get that scale of production for that. Sure. Where he's just looking at it like, hey man, you know, Monday through Saturday, whatever the days are, I'm just on call. I'm in the zone. Like whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like I'm committed. That's why the guy takes a vacation every fucking three weeks though. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's when he refocuses. He doesn't refocus every night going out and doing this. Mad props to Caesar, oh, bro. Oh, bro, he's killing it. Dude. I'm so happy. It's like fucking crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. He's, he's like beast, beast. For them to all come in when they did and do what they've done as a group like that, Kevin and James Green and... Um, well, so Caesar much of it crazy. ties back to, too, you know, is like uh, 
just the the training that we have. You know what I mean? Like if you if you're serious about this, yeah, and you want to fucking be good at it, man. It's like you take the training from the top, which is like Jay, Chris, myself. If you've ever sat with me and Chris, you know you get the same training, right? You right, know right. you get the same thing. It's it's a very simple thing that we do. You know, we're not really selling anything. We're just giving somebody a better price on a commodity they already have to pay for. You know, it's just like, you ask what the difference is, listen, there's a 20-year age difference too, so there's probably an energy difference there. Oh, of Because, course. bro, without with, without some <laughs> external stimulants, it's going to be hard for you to work seven days a week from nine to nine. Yes. But, yes. you know, it's the reality. Who knows? You know, maybe if you do that for three weeks and then take a vacation for a week, you know, it's just, he's found a way to balance what he needs and he's able to hustle the, all mm-hmm. that time. But either way, like, yeah, mad proud. It's, it's fucking impressive, it. man. Very, very. It's very impressive. Because, uh, you know, we're you know out there in the field. It's, it's eye-opening, too. It's eye-opening to when motherfuckers try to give you nine million excuses and why they couldn't get one. Oof. And you know what I'm saying? It's nine. God, you can't even uh, Come on. Shit. But the playing field's not the same. But then it shouldn't be nine times better. Right? right? Can we say nine. that? It's nope. not nine you, times not? better. You, you can if you want. But then it's just going to be more, like, more... Um, you can say whatever you want right now, but understand yeah. the next time you ask me, what's the difference? What's he doing different? I'm going to say he's not saying whatever you're about to say. He's not even thinking about those things. All right, but, okay, outside of that, would you agree that the playing field's not the same? No, I would disagree. Please explain that, then. He has the same opportunities as other people, and they didn't do nine. That's bullshit. It's not. I'm not saying every single person. That's bullshit. You know that's no, bullshit. It's not though. There. I mean, how can you say that? I have the data. I make those. I, Wait, I assign on. things. So, are you saying to me? Let me. Be, no, I'll tell you. No, no. I'm going to tell you what I'm saying, hey, so you don't uh, have any. So yeah. you don't. There's no wiggle room. There's, for there's, you. Not, there's not a lot. Of, not I am telling you that you. there yeah. are people yeah. in the company. Yep. That I put in just as many houses as him this week that don't have nine. All right. Confirmed appointments and stuff. Like everything's the same. Okay, Correct. and I agree with you. There's, there's no there's room no. for you not to agree. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, that's what I'm saying. Okay. And, and again, the other thing that he's I didn't not think it doing, worked that way. You don't have to think anything. Yeah. Here's what, uh, I, what I I'm trying to. But I, I thought, you know, the top closers got, you know, they different. They do, but the, he's not the only top closer is what I'm saying. Right, but he's not operating at the same level of appointments. As a bum? As a, no. Okay. Okay. So then the playing field's not the same. That's what I'm saying. That's Maybe not from top to bottom, but amongst yeah. the top it is. But he's exceptional among the exceptional. Yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, that was good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it's no surprise to like me. He sticks out even amongst it, the top closers. But but again, man, and it's like the difference between let's say we have our top top tippity top guys, and yeah. then the, the next tier, which is still really good. Yeah, they're great. The difference between really good and great is taking, regardless of whether you think it's fact or it's a reality or it's not an excuse, it's the truth. They don't focus any energy on why they can't do something. Why they why they might not have had a better chance at something. Why there's too many trees, a no yeah. home, that appointment wasn't confirmed. They don't I don't ever hear that from the top guys, bro. Never hear it. They still go to appointments like that every now and then. Who do you then. mostly hear that from? You. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. The I guys, am one hey, of the top guys. What are you talking listen, about? <laughs> the guy, the guys at the bottom. The guys at the bottom. You you don't really vocalize it as much and complain about it, but you will to me off record. But I think the difference yeah, of with it, well, but I'm telling you, I think the difference though between you being at the, the tippity top yeah, yeah, is yeah. even letting your brain waste the energy on it. Mm. You know what I mean? 
Maybe, possibly. Because you think like, yeah, but I don't let it affect what I do. But you do. If it's even there, it's affecting you in some way, shape, or form. Of course, subconsciously. Because, listen, even if you're I, not and I'll be, I'll be quite candid and, and uh, not candid. Uh, I'll be quite honest. Uh, you know, when, when our Why am I about to eat an ice cube? When, when our CEO was up there and you were in the meeting, we were all in the meeting, and he's saying, right. "Hey, listen, you want to be a marine? You want to do these things and whatever, blah 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 blah." But when the, the when the you know this, when the processes kind of you know lax mm. at some point for whatever reason. To me, that's not serious. That's not look. You're talking serious, but are you making sure that the processes are serious? And if that's not happening, then there's you know an obvious uh, gap there that obviously needs to be filled, and yada yada yada. Because so what that is to me is that's taking some accountability and placing it elsewhere. Because again, yeah, the tippity top guys, we don't even have these conversations. They don't even have these thoughts that they share. They're just like fucking, just get me into. The, I don't care what happens, just get me into the next house. I don't right, want to right, complain right. about X, Y, or Z. Just fucking get me to a customer. You don't have anything for me? All right, let me know when you do. I'm going to go call some other ones that I have to get. But would you I agree work that, other the, shit. let's say, as you go closer to the bottom, they have to work harder, right? Because their appointments aren't as secure or et cetera, et cetera. I don't care. Well, I'm not saying whether you care or not. Yeah, I'm saying, I don't even care. I don't, do you, I don't even want to waste the bandwidth on the energy. I'm trying to adopt the same mindset that Jay had. Like, if you're in the red, I don't. I don't want to talk about anything you're dealing with. Oh, okay. Well, you know what uh, I mean? Uh, that's, what, that's the topic of the conversation, though. We're yeah. just, we're well, just entertaining the conversation. There's nothing to entertain there, bro. It's like fucking... I don't, I don't even have... Well, either... Okay. On the t- they're just Put it this way. Whatever, bro. Either they got to work harder or they don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's what I was trying to get at. I don't know. No. I don't worry about All it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll tell you, man. I got fucking... Uh, what is it? I um. What did Brian Tracy say? I got no time for people with excusitis, you know, an inflammation of the excuse-making gland. Excusitis. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, associate with excuses either. But with that being said, okay. there's a caveat. So you nothing did five else matters. In one week before, didn't you do five in one week? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you've been up there multiple times. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you, multiple okay. times. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But but the reality is, is that so if somebody's going to advertise something to me as a as a team uh, endeavor, if we if we say, hey, listen, we're me, you, and Brandon, we're going to tackle this podcast and we're going to fucking make this the mm-hmm. biggest thing, whatever, blah 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 blah. And then if either of us, any of us, fail to hold up our end, that affects the team. Right? Would we agree with there? I'm not gonna go there. Oh, I'm just yeah. yeah I'm just I'm not just gonna go there. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's a phrase that I learned. You know, I learned. I, I follow this uh, this lawyer on TikTok who specializes, or he he gives a lot of all the content he creates is about having tough conversations or in like boundaries or like setting shutting down conversations that you don't want to have. And that was one of the words he or one of the phrases he used. I'm not gonna go there. And he's like, use it because when you use that. People won't know how to react, and they'll just say, "Okay," and I just got to use it in the fucking like <laughs> live. It worked. It was so cool. Uh, You're like, "Okay." There, there's actually a, a downside to that to some degree um, because you know talking about things. Let's say if we are, we're all on the same objective, we're trying to go to the same place. If we're not honest I think and that's, open with each other, yeah. we can't ever really improve. Because then we're just stroking each other, right? We're saying, "Oh, okay, John, you're doing a good job. Hey, Josh, you're doing a good job too, mm-hmm. whether you are or not, right?" We're just stroking each other. We're not actually moving towards that, uh, you know, same objective in a teamwork environment, I'm saying. All right. 
right. Yeah, and like I said, not gonna, not gonna, <laughs> not gonna go gonna there. No. <laughs> not gonna go to there. To Caesar no. doing nine. That's all this was, to you know. Caesar I'm not. Doing nine. I don't. Yeah, I don't want any of that taken away. Yeah. That's Caesar. Uh, Caesar's the man. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> I, I want to see him do ten. Ten. That's fucking alarm numbers, bro. But in solar, like if you sold ten contracts worth fourteen hundred bucks doing alarms, you were top dog. You know what I mean? This dude is doing it with forty thousand dollar fucking sales, probably more. Fifty thousand, yeah, fifty sixty. You know, like depending on what his sizes are, always bigger too. And I bet you he never ever thought in his wildest dreams that this is what I'd be doing. Like you know, when he was going through, was he going through? He wasn't going through med school, but bro, uh, I think last year he was going through fucking puberty. How old is the kid? Like he was in college, right? (laughs) He was doing something. Um, He's killing it, bro. People ask me, they're like, "Yo, so you're doing well, whatever, blah blah." And I'm like, "Yes, but I'm, you know what? There's this kid. He." Young kid. There's and a I, couple it, of them. Yes, there is a couple of them, but you know, again, like Josh said, he he like sticks sticks out. He definitely sticks out. Kevin yep. too. Kevin's incredible. I'm telling you, man. Just head down, focus on that's it. Fuck all the bullshit. Just drive, 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 drive. Mm-hmm. But anyways, let's wrap it up, man. This was fun. Was let's uh, recap. John Michael Hull, published author. Protect your goals from a troll. Please. We got the, we're gonna throw the Amazon link. We'll put all the links you know, in the description. Um, what's your TikTok handle? Say it for everyone. Goal powers one. Yes, sir. Goal powers number one. Then the number one, right? G-O-A-L-P-O-W-E-R-S. Yes. Numerical one. That's him on TikTok. My man's training Muay Thai. When's your next fight? Um, hopefully next year sometime. My man. He's ripped. You actually compete. No. He's, uh, <laughs> saying, he's, I got the shorts. Now. I got the shorts. He's responsible for uh, bringing in and training our fresh new talent. So, really, all the success that the company does, he starts with him. Thank you know, you. he's kind of that first. Say that. Well, it's the truth. You know, you're that first layer of getting them involved in yes. teaching the culture. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Which, if not done correctly, bro, does it? You know, it's it's fucking it's bad all the way through. But that it all starts at you. And then, um, so your book can be found on Amazon, yep. on Walmart.com. Yep. Um, anywhere else? Barnesandnoble.com. And what was the last question? Do you have an OnlyFans? I do not have an OnlyFans. Okay. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening. This was fun. I love you both. I love you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Bye, guys. Outro.